up in the cables, buddy. Good evening, good afternoon, whatever time of the day it is. In this communist-infested uh, hellhole of a planet we're stuck on for now. I gotta try to get through the next few hours without having a uh, crippling, life-threatening aneurysm, but I can't promise anything. Let's see you guys. I missed you. How you doing? YouTube, Entropy, Rumble, Odyssey, Podbean, Spotify, Twitch, Telegram. Rock, are we on Rockfin? What's a Rockfin? I don't know. I'm on... I'm on <laughs> watch lists. I'm on watch lists, for sure. I'm definitely on all those things. A lot of uh, really stupid shit has happened since I've last been here. And, I mean, is that... <laughs> I used to worry... I Not worry. I used to be kind of... <sighs> concerned about, the, you know, my ability to, to do this long term. Because, uh, you know, it kind of hinges on... You know, basically, I'm just I'm just here to you know, attack stupidity and craziness and things that that I find insane, and uh, you know that it would run out. That you know we would go through. We were just experiencing a temporary stretch of madness, and then soon it would subside, and we would return back to something resembling um, <laughs> order and um, you know sanity. But that uh, that turned out to be not the case. In fact, things have only escalated and gone uh, up up the crazy scale. Ever since. So I actually have an opposite problem where I have to sit around and, and, and try to filter down things that I, you know, I, if I, if I was able to talk about everything I wanted to, you know, each, each time it would be a seven hour, eight hour stream, you know, five days a week. It's just, there's too much, there's too much going on. And, uh, I just have to, you know, try and narrow it down, but I guess some days there, there's very little. So, you know, you take, take the good with the bad, <laughs> you take, take work, take it where I can get them. Cunning. Cunning what? Cunning Draugr. Zombie-like Dunning-Kruger. <laughs> that is what they're like. Thank you for the tip, brother. Uh, just keep up the good work on Odyssey. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Um, I don't know if it's good work. It's something. <laughs> I do appreciate it. Entropy is, of course, with the main um, line, if you want to get in. and uh, Between Rumble as well, or, or Odyssey, Rumble, and Entropy, if you want to um, get in on the super chats and try and ruin my life or something uh feel, feel free uh entropystream.live slash raging distant rumble as well all the links are there on the the telegram page please uh follow me there and on gab as well as as, as a backup because we know telegram is not probably uh it's it's taken a lot of taking a lot of heat lately and um we'll see how long it lasts before or how long we last rather uh on these platforms so gab um, is a good backup, and I would encourage everyone to get that and follow it as just a, just a contingency. And as well, the Substack that I have that I haven't bothered to contribute anything to for almost two months because I'm lazy. <laughs> that um, that's it's free as well. But you know, go and subscribe to that. Not because I want you to read everything that I've, I'm saying. However, if I am, um, you know, these bills go through, and the Canadian state does succeed in censoring and ripping the tongues out of every uh, you know nationalist in this country. In, in silencing everyone, uh, that is another way I can I can get a hold of you guys and let you know what's going on. Uh, the the 
sign up for the, the Substack, and the email will go right directly to your inbox. So I'll just say, hey, I, I'm in a gulag or something, or you know, whatever happens, I'll let you know that way. Um, other than that, I can't, I can't help you. RagingDistant.com, all the links and everything is there. T-Money, how are you, sir? He says, just here for the grifting and Fed posting in the chat. You know the drill. Warm mayonnaise quiche. Uh, not, not doing this today. Leah, Leah says, finally, my free entertainment is on. Well, not, for you, it's not free. You've, you, know, you, you're, you can sit up front. You're okay. <laughs> George Washington Jr., we have a junior? Thank God. I was hoping, I was hoping we were going to go all this time and not get one. Says, I have a message from the goat. Play Buck Cherry. You know the song. Well, don't worry. Don't worry. We can. It's literally the number one on the. <laughs> Appreciate it. War criminal, which he is. CRJ. Uh, Admiral General. Oh, now he's, he's now he's now he's land and sea. So he thinks a lot of himself. Uh, War criminal CRJ, recipient of the Medal of Unwavering Deplorable for his class. Reporting in. Trips over mayonnaise. <laughs> Get out of these. <laughs> I've really got to harden and steal my heart around these mayonnaise jokes, because otherwise it's never going to stop. The real Bret Hart of Dagalon. I'm still working on... I don't know where the fake one is. If there's a fake Bret Hart, I want to see him fight. I want to see a cage match between the two Bret Harts and find out who the real one really is. He says, can you just do that uh, fucking retard East Coast accent for the whole show, boy? Gee, so I, you know, I can push it on for a bit, I suppose. The boys likes her and fucking, you know, ladies just loves it. <laughs> Fucking drowning in panties over here, boy. Sir Toast says, um, no oh boy, I can't wait to laugh at how fucked this world is. Seal Heil. <laughs> that is who they, that is them. Seal Heil. Whatever the current thing is, I support it. I support it. Whatever the TV is. Whatever the TV says. Because we live in a world where there's just two sides. And the sides are authority and obey or compliance with the, you know, global homo state. Or... Uh, you're part of the peasant class, which is, you know, the dissidents opposing it. That's it. That's all. There's nothing else. And um, it's just, we're just in the process of, sh- of people figuring that out and shaking out from, from one side to the other. And all of their people are more than happy to, you know, seal clap themselves away in love and support, no matter what it is. No matter what it is. And I, I predict in the future they'll, do, they'll be trying things like uh, lowering the age of consent. You know, stuff like that. In fact, um, <laughs> right now... Where is this? Uh, where's this protest I just saw? This was uh, Toronto. Sometime was it today? Was it yesterday? Um, this is what they're up to now. Lots of masked up people, uh, women. All the men look very weak and soft and fat and timid and you know, um, easy, like you know. But uh, pay. So what they're doing is. Uh, what they're marching for, status for all. What the commies want now is that they think everyone that shows, just showing up into Canada is enough to get citizen. Just be here and you're a citizen. Citizenship for everyone. Uh, thus making the idea of a Canadian passport or citizenship totally meaningless and worthless. Um, what makes you a Canadian? Simply standing here, apparently. That's the new push. Uh, this is the new, you know, open borders for everyone, except the Israelis, of course, because they're special. Uh, and, uh, they, you know, we're pushing stuff like that. And who's paying for this? All these, see all these signs? All these, oh, they're, they're all on wooden, uh, does it look like wood? Some kind of stick. <laughs> I'm sure they would use it to peacefully, tolerantly bash you over the head with. Um, you know, status for all, all of these. Who paid for these? See how they're all the same. They're not, these aren't homemade. 
Um, you know, I've, I've been doing this a little while. This costs money, guys. This is thousands of people. Look, see the red stars? See the red commie flags in the back? Those are Chinese communist flags back there, guys. Soviet flags, communist flags. Marxist.ca. You can go there and, and sign up for the Fight Back newsletter, which is communist indoctrination of your children in schools and in universities. And that's who these people are, and that's what, uh, that's what our government is supporting now. So this is what they're up to, marching around the streets. Shut what down? <laughs> Just, you know, useful idiots. The useful idiots are out, and now it's, uh, we should have, yeah, so what was it? Status for all. Is, I think that's, I think I believe, I want to actually find the website. I don't think I saved it after I looked at it. Statusforall.ca. Wow. Wow. Let's check this. Yeah, so here you go. Here's their, uh. Here's their petition. They've got 26,000 signatures. Federal cabinet will receive a proposal on regularization, permanent resident status for all undocumented people. Oh, wow. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? I'm so glad all of our um, all of our men and ancestors, all those wars we fought in, I mean, it was totally pointless because, I mean, being Canadian is meaningless. You can just be here. Just show up. Just show up and just be here. That's all it takes. That's all it means. That's all there is to it. Uh, everyone has a right to your tax money. That's the other thing. Who is paying for this? You are. Um, undocumented people. You know what they have? No documents. Meaning, uh, who are they? Nobody knows. They're not. They're, they've moved on from refugees now. Okay. This is something. This is what they do. This is what the left does. The commies do. The the global the whole thing. They'll 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 twist the tap on. They'll tighten it up, tighten it up, tighten it up, tighten it up. We'll tighten it, tighten four screw turns. And then when, every, then when the conservatives react, because that's all the conservatives know how to do, is uh, react. And it's normally, ah, oh, well, eh. And then they get acclimatized to it, and then they, and then they go along with it. Um, anything that these people introduce five years later, the, the conservatives are doing as well. They're, they're not even holding the middle, let alone you know, pulling people the other way. So what they'll do is they'll they'll ratchet the pressure on, you know, four turns up, and then they'll bring it down two. You know, once everybody complains and freaks out, and then the and then see this provides the uh, opportunity for the conservatives to call that a victory. Oh, we got them to lessen it by two. No, you went up two. You were at zero. You went plus four. What is zero plus four minus two, guys? Do you know what that is? Can you figure that out, PP? It's plus two. It's two. It's a positive number of two. Two more paces. Two steps forward in the advancement in, you know, into hell, which is where they're taking us. That's what progressivism is leading to. We're full of pro. We want prog- progress into hell, into the inversion of all things natural and good, the inverted order of the world. That is their goal. That's their objective. And there is uh, basically no one standing in the way of that. Except us, except the um, community people, the dissident people around the world in Canada, the United States, Australia, United Kingdom, Ireland, France, Germany, Italy, everywhere, everywhere you go, there's pretty much very little to know. In Canada, there's no federal opposition to anything, provincial opposition to anything, or even, God help you, municipal opposition is hard to find these days. In the United States, it's very limited, but there's some, there's some establishment uh, support, some in Europe, you know, but it's... You can't rely on these people to come help you because they're too weak to even t- 
tell you the truth. They can't even say the words to describe the situation that we're in. We've learned as well the past week, the entire country is filthy corrupt with communist Chinese party money, and it's been going on for over 20 years. Every single prime minister's office is implicated. Every single political party is implicated. They're all guilty. They're all compromised. They're all corrupt. Expect to self-rescue. No one is coming to help you. The only people standing in the way and standing up to these people are people like me and people like you and everyone else like that around the world. If you're looking for somebody in a suit somewhere behind a podium drawing a government paycheck to look out for your interests and protect your children, you're going to be standing there a long fucking time. You're going to be that meme. You're going to be a pile of bones in a chair waiting for the Leafs to win the cup, waiting for the Conservative Party to protect my children. That might as well be what you're up to. You, they can't even say the name China. It's too scary. It's the Beijing Communist Party. They have no power. We have all the power. They have none. They can't even have the argument because they can't even say the words. They're afraid of someone will call me racist. Someone will call me a homophobe. I'll be an Islamophobe. I'll be a transphobe. I'll be a fubbity fubbity fub 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 fuck off. I don't care. I don't care. If there are two worlds and one is you must go along with all of the current things and we're going to support the grooming, the transgender ideology, the sexualization of children, the endless forever wars for Israeli banking interests and on and on and on. We're going to support all of this and send our children to die in Ukraine and import the entire no citizenship at all. Just import a hundred million fucking people. You have to go along with all of these things. If you oppose any of it at all, they're going to go up. You're a racist and you're all of the phobes and isms and names and Nazi and blah, 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 blah. So I have abject destruction of my civilization or being called names. I'll be called names all day, every day. It doesn't bother me at all uh, because I am not willing to sacrifice the, the limited power, the power that we do have to speak our minds and tell the truth and arm the people in the world observing this nightmare taking place with the fucking facts of the situation, with actual words that describe accurately what is actually going on. That is a service that we are providing at great personal cost to many of us. And that's another thing that upsets me, uh, annoys me, frustrates me really with a lot of these so-called people on our side. They want to sit around. They do nothing. They say nothing. They don't want to get involved with anything. They just sit around and shit talk on the internet and tear down other people who are legitimately having their lives destroyed and torn apart for doing things like this. I mean, people have been thrown out of their own families. People I know lost their jobs, their careers, their pensions, everything, all of it thrown it away, laying it on the line to tell people the truth about what's going on so that some of us, we have a collective shot at potentially riding the ship. And these fucking puppet, loser, avatar, anonymous, nobody fucks want to sit around and talk shit about them. Ignore them. Don't even, they, they're, they're not even people. They're not even homo sapiens. They're not even, they're just noise on the internet. They will amount to nothing. Their entire lives are meaningless. They might as well just die. That No, no one would miss them if they did. It wouldn't make any difference at all. It's just, it's a, there might as well be bot farms, okay? Ignore them. They're useless. And, um, you know, support each other and support the communities you're a part of and support people that actually have the courage to tell the truth, no matter what it is, where it comes from. If it's true, it's true. And as the prime minister of this country would say, that's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. That's an unacceptable view. It's an unacceptable view. Well, here's the thing, champ. Uh, the truth is never unacceptable. The truth is the truth. And uh, you need it. Okay? Okay. Let's go.
Einstein says, welcome back. Verbal Terrorist, thank you. I appreciate it. Man on the Mountain says, I will stay. Our backup should be on shortwave pirate radio. On a ship offshore, preferably. I'm up for having a Navy. Madam Breezy says, read a book. I've read, I've read a book before. At least two. Torturing me. Jet Set, how are you doing, brother? He says, I love your imitations and frank opinions. Your humor is keeping me saying God bless. Thank you, sir. Cunning Draugr says, has anyone asked about, anyone asked natives how they feel about flooding their country? Yeah, no, they don't care. They don't care. It's just, the whole point is just fuck white people. That's all it is. That's, that, at the core of it, like, that's what it comes down to. You're on team, you're either on team fuck the white people or you're a Nazi. That's where, that's where we're at. That's where we've, we've got to. So I'm definitely not on team fuck white people, okay? Uh, that's never going to happen. Well, why not? Because look at my skin color, and uh, I have three children, and I'm not going to support an ideology that condemns them for existing. That's ridiculous, okay? That's insane. That's, that's probably the most cucked thing you can do, is, wanted to have, is, is be okay with someone targeting the, the ethnic group that your children belong to. That's, you know, you're just going to sit by and cheer that on, because like, well, I mean, colonize, why well, it wasn't there. I wasn't there. I have nothing to do with that. I don't care. Uh, Madam Breezy says, fun fact, female dragonflies will fake their death to get out of mating. <laughs> uh, one could say she had a sudden coincidence. There's been a few of those going around as well. Uh, um, maybe that's what it is. Was that is that what it was? I don't know if I lost the uh, the clip. Oh, yeah, France is on is in is in riot mode. That's yeah, there it is. This stuff's just happening all the time. They're they're everywhere. I just don't even bother covering it. I just let the uh, let them would. figure it out on their own. Why? What happened? Nothing. Don't worry about it. It's all uh. It's just it's nothing to worry about. She Safe and effective. Live in the studio, Alyssa. This really is the calm before the storm. Not again. <laughs> no. Oh. You know we're gonna go ahead and go to break right now. Yeah. Yeah. You do that. Yeah. You go ahead and go to break and fi- and find yourself a new uh, weather lady because <laughs> she's not coming back. Okay. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness! What else? What else? There's so many of these. Uh, is this what I want? No, that's uh, part of the. That's part of that. What a mess! What a mess! And the, you know, then the conservatives are completely pointless and and weak. We're being run over by the Chinese. There's people dropping dead everywhere. They can't be bothered to say anything about it. You know what they are worried about, though. You know, because there's so much different. Because they're the real conser. No, no, we're the real conservatives. These, you know, like Maxime Bernier is the true leader of the conservative party. They ousted him in a coup. Liberals ousted the real conservatives out of the conservative party in a coup and transformed it into a you know liberal light party. And now we're supposed to go along with it. No, you're idiots. And uh, here's some more evidence of where your priorities are. The lives of lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, intersex, and queer individuals are criminalized. And in 12 of those countries, consensual same-sex conduct may be punished by death. Their only crime being themselves. On July 1st, 1960, on the eve of the passage of the Canadian Bill of Rights, Prime Minister Diefenbaker declared in this House his pledge to uphold our heritage of freedom for all mankind. That pledge was a call to action for all Canadians. In our world today, the LGBTIQ community is not free. Prime Minister Baker's call to action rings true again today. 
each and every one of us. Yeah, they're so oppressed. They just get the total focus and support of the entire federal government, academia, mainstream media, every celebrity, every fucking call. Yeah, they're, they're super oppressed. They're not free at all. Poor people in other countries. Yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, aren't you guys uh, Slavaing for Ukraine right now? What's going on? What about those people's freedom? What? Is, oh, right. It's illegal to be gay in, in, in Ukraine, isn't it? Isn't it? Like, it's pretty frowned. It's definitely very, very, uh, very not popular. In fact, um, they were ethnically cleansing a lot of those people there for a while. Ask the Tornado and Azov Battalion guys, you know? These people are not, they don't even know what they're talking about. It's just whatever current thing caused they think they can get, get their hands into and get a hold of to sell to somebody else so they can scoop up some political power for themselves. Uh, they're, they're all just pieces of trash. Yeah. Somebody's like, oh, they're not Christian. Oh, you want to hear about Christians? Where is, uh, where is this? Speaking of the conservative party. Uh, and and their, and their greatest ally, you know, the conservatives love to say as well across the world, not just in the United States, but across the world that, you know, one of our great uh, maybe the greatest ally we have, you know, is the is Israel, is the Israelis and Ma- and MAGA, you know, MAGA, Israel first and all of this kind of stuff, because Christ is king and everything, you know, right, guys? Check. Conservative Christian leaders are calling on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to stop a bill proposed by members of his coalition to make it criminal to tell people about Jesus in Israel. Our Jerusalem correspondent Daniel Cohen is live near Tel Aviv with more. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, everyone. A big story just before, uh, days before Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter. Sacred time for Christians. Two ultra-Orthodox members of Prime Minister Netanyahu's coalition have introduced a bill that would punish believers for sharing the gospel of Jesus. Ultra-Orthodox, huh? With prison time. United Torah Judaism Knesset members Moshe Gaffney and Yaakov Asher introduced legislation last week making it illegal to share in conversation or produce content online, in print, or by mail. Their explanation of the bill emphasizes a warning to stop Christians in particular. Those damn Christians. Um, you know, I used to get uh, shit on by a lot of the, you know, because there are still, not as much as in the States, obviously, but there are some, some, very few remaining religious people in Canada, in, in Christians anyway. Um, you know, probably members of the churches that weren't burned down. I think there was a hundred, near a hundred churches or something burned down. Uh, again, PP and the rest, they have no, nothing to say about that. Never mentioned once. Never, never really, uh, you know, gone into terrorists are going around. Communist terrorists are going around burning down uh, churches, hundreds of years old, historic landmark. You know, parts of commu- been part of communities for hundreds of years. Burn them all down, and uh, you know, I would talk about things like uh, how you know the USS Liberty and in, in the Iraq War, which has experienced its twentieth uh, anniversary today. Uh, things that uh, all of these neocon conservatives who are not really conservatives have been supporting uh, the entire time. Um, and standing behind and, and you know, greatest ally. They hate you. They hate your guts. The Israelis hate your guts. Um, and they see you nothing more as, a, as simply a tool to be used to achieve their aims. We send our children and our sons and daughters off to die in wars for them, uh, for their agenda. And um, what did we get for it? We got, uh, fuck you, <laughs> you know, you dirty Christian scum. Okay, cool. And, oh, and by the way, and we get to live with uh, stuff like this on your conscience. I watched this live. I watched this happening live, and I remember, like, being pumped and cheering about it at the time. You know, obviously uh, disgusting. But uh, this, is, this, was, I, this is what I watched 20 years ago uh, yesterday or the day before in, in, you know, in my room, actually, in this house. Uh, way, up, way, way up there. Just uh, in 2003, I watched an entire city 
um, be bombed into full of civilians and people with no warrant, nothing they did, nothing they could do, and we just bombed them in their beds at night and we cheered about it. And why did we do it? Because it was the current thing. And the current thing was Saddam Hussein bad, Iraqi bad, you know, 9-11 bad. Oscar, we got to go over there and, and kill people and, and take the royal and stuff because reasons. Well, no, it was never really explained to anybody. It wasn't really explained to me. I could never really figure it out uh, at the time anyway what, is actually, what was actually going on. But that is, that is the real reason. That's the real reason we were conducting wars on behalf of foreign interests, and we continue to do it today. And they hate you, and they just use you and abuse you, and the people in power in our country protect them and hide them and say, oh, no, they're our friends. and they do. Real, this, is, this is who we support. And again, wh- before I play the clip, I just want you remember these people again are condemning Putler, you know, Adolf Putler, you know, <laughs> you know, Vladimir Hitler or whatever's going on uh, for his illegal war in the Ukraine. It's Putin's illegal war. It's an illegal war. What do you call this? This is what's this exactly? We have to stand with it. We're the good guys. Remember this? I remember this. Thank goodness. Thank goodness we current thinged. Beneath all of this, emergency teams raced across the city. Millions of people were killed in this war, by the way. Still dying today as a result of it. But please, tell us more about uh, Putin and how evil he is. And how come none of this was played on TV? Why wasn't this in the news today? Remember this? This is what it... This is what conservatives do. This is what conservatives do. The fake ones. This goes on and on. It's hours and hours and hours of this. They are, they are the problem. They are the problem. Not the liberals, not even the communists. The fake conservatives are the primary uh, problem. They fell asleep on the gates, at the wheel, at the door, and uh, let the monsters in and uh, didn't stand in the way. We should never have been involved in that war or anything else uh, since then. And did anyone ask questions? No. Did anyone stand up to anyone? No, they allowed it. They allowed it. All that is required for evil to triumph is for good men to do nothing. So cowardice. So cowardice is what's required for evil to triumph. Well, I just watched a few seconds of an entire city of people being burned alive. And uh, how did that happen? Well, you know, the Slava and current thing and conservative party. They couldn't be bothered to say, I have a few questions. Before we start dropping bombs on people, I'd like to clear this up. Uh, no, they couldn't, they couldn't do that. They couldn't be, uh, couldn't be bothered. That's conservative. But, but this time, you can trust them now, though, for sure. You're super sure for can. You're for sure super duper can now. That was before. That was, that was before uh, they became different. Now, now they have rainbow flags. Now they're the same neocon, whatever other people want will pay us to do because we're totally for sale. The entire country's for sale. CSIS has confirmed it. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, it's a joke. Loretta Pearl says, am I late to the party? Take my money. I will. I will take it, and I'm going to spend it on, uh, I'm going to donate it to Russia. <laughs> I'm going to donate it. Does Wagner, does the Wagner PMC have a, uh, have a donation page? <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe. I've, I've already had a couple of bank accounts shut down. I don't need this again. <laughs> but they might. They would. They definitely would. Uh, Pilot Mike is back. He says, sorry, sorry for being M- MIA. Well, there was a whole thing about pilots. I can't remember, but 
<laughs> you were there. <laughs> says, I have to fly 70 miles uh, to a sea can in the middle of nowhere, Ontario, to steal someone's Starlink to download the last three weeks of shows. Cheers, all you crazy bastards. I haven't been. This is the first time I've been back in a week. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll be gone again for a month. I don't. I just, whatever. I don't care. Um, Pilot Mike says, now that's better. Yeah, he said it in Great British. Great Britain pounds. <laughs> that's an odd, whatever. Sir Toast says, Emperor Hadrian should have double-checked he did the right job. <laughs> Real Bret Hart of Dagalon says, a cage match with fake Bret Hart. How about you get in the ring with the excellence of execution? You, me, and that giant bucket of CRJ mail. Bunch of quiche all inside the cage. Hit the entrance music. I'll come down the aisle with the dag for it. I, I can't. There's too much about mayonnaise and quiche. I can't get into it. Like It's, it's, it's just very alarming and bother, bothersome. Uh, let's see. Never underestimate the greed of humans, says Dr. Jen Stein. Well, see, that's the thing. You're supposed to. You're supposed to be able to count on your... Like, no, obviously, people are flawed. People are weak. People are, you know, they make mistakes, and it is what it is. Nobody's perfect. However, we're supposed to hold our leaders to a higher standard. They're supposed to be... They're supposed to be put in these positions to be leaders because they're the ones we've identified. Listen, out of all of us, these are the ones least flawed, most morally upright, most fucking dedicated to the welfare of all of us, and they will... We know that if there's some... If anything comes down the line, that they're going to do the right thing. They're going to know what to do because if they don't know what to do, we're fucked. That's that's the whole point. Instead, we've installed sycophants that read from teleprompters and just take money from foreign interests to uh, to sell you to sell you down the river. That's what we have instead. And leadership is far more important in when things are bad than when things are good. When everything's going well, who doesn't want to be in charge when everything's going awesome? I mean, see, here's the thing, and that's why everybody that's why everybody used to, you know, and, and these people, that the current political crop now, they're all cranky and want to censor everybody, and you guys are all full of hate and ring. They want the old political establishment days where you could just argue over a bridge tax, and, like, that's the most contentious thing that's really going on at, at uh, City Hall or in your, in your um, you know, uh, local discourse in the area. That Those days are long gone. Those days are long gone. And uh, things aren't going well anymore. You don't just get to quietly collect this, you know, big fancy paycheck and take accolades and have people patch on the back and say good job for doing absolutely nothing but riding on the coattails of previous generations. That's really all they've done. Now things have gotten difficult, and guess what? The guy in the chair now, the leadership, doesn't get pats on the back and told they're doing a great job. The opposite happens. So that's why you need a very strong person in that position because to be a leader when things are going great is a piece of cake. It's easy to do it when things are going very poorly, when things are bad, even inherited a terrible situation that is not you don't need an okay leader you don't need a mediocre average maybe a little above average you don't even need a good leader you need a great leader you need an you need like once in a generation kind of people to bring to bring you out of that out of that hole that you're spiraling into and do you see anyone being produced like that do you see anyone anywhere being produced by these so-called opposition that inspires anyone out there to get up off the couch get in their car and go down to wherever the problem is and say here are my hands put me to work sir i want to help you deal with this i've just been waiting for somebody to hit no never nothing they'll put up a, a a fucking penguin in a tuxedo or a boston cream donut pretending to be a human being and now we have millhouse 
Are you fucking kidding me? I want men. I want a man to follow. I want a king to follow. I want somebody that's not afraid to tell the truth. I want somebody that doesn't care about getting called names. And I want somebody with solutions and a vision for the future and a way to fix these problems. I don't want somebody, and I frankly do not need anybody that's too afraid to say the name of a fucking country because of politics, because of virtue signaling, because of, oh, maybe you're going to upset, are you going to upset your donors? Are you going to upset your donors? Sit down, sit down and go away and go away, go away. You guys are over and they don't even understand it, that they're, that they're obsolete. The conservatives are obsolete um, in America, in Canada, in Australia, you know, the fake right wing is who I'm talking about. Not the real right wing, the fake one. They're obsolete, they're garbage, they're no good, they've been nothing but centrist and liberal light this entire time, and the further things go, the more extreme they get, the more exposed and more obvious that is to everyone else, everyone else. See what's happening? You've got hundreds and thousands, tens of thousands communists, goblin people, creatures and monsters, things out of Lord of the Rings, you know, man-made horrors to which you eye, your eyes, you know, that you would even dare believe could even exist are now descending upon society and now they're coming at, literally coming after children, coming after people's children, demanding that this and this and this and that be done. And, uh, you know, who's opposing them? People are seeing this happen. The, these, these, these kids, these people, they all have families, they're cities and towns, and they're quietly watching this happen, quietly observing this happen, and rapidly losing faith and losing interest in supporting the fake conservatives. It's, ha- it's like sand through your hands, and all that sand is just going to land at our feet. Sooner it, it will happen. It is inevitable. It is inevitable. The worse this gets, it, and it will get worse, people will demand... And not even demand, beg, plead with on their knees, hands in the sky for the love of God. Someone do something. And when that happens, they're not going to care who it is, just that it's being taken care of. So all of your virtue signaling, all of your fucking, oh, I gotta, oh I'm very diverse, I'm very, is going to count for exactly nothing when that day comes. It's going to mean absolutely nothing because it never really meant anything. It was, it was sand, it was dust, it was air, it was vacuum, it was nothing. It's just words. It's not a foundation, there's no principle, there's no backbone. There's nothing to that. What moral code is that? Whatever's popular to say now is what I'm going to say so I can get votes. That's going to stand the test of time for sure. <laughs> Stitched together with, uh, it's like paper mache. That's what that's what they're made out of. That's what the conservative establishment is made out of. <coughs> Excuse me. Paper mache. They're a, literally a paper tiger. There's a meme for you guys. Rawr, the tiger memes. I'm a lion. Rawr. It's made out of paper mache. Okay? Meanwhile, um, what are we doing? Oh, right. Uh, our guys are going to fucking prison, having their lives destroyed, being disowned from their families, having their bank accounts taken away, being pursued by police and investigators and slandered across the country and having their addresses and homes and families doxxed and targeted and attacked and so on. So who do you think really cares about the future of the country? Is it the people literally suffering day-to-day real-life consequences as a result of just saying words and defending ideas in the public space? Or is it these fucking millionaires that are taking our tax money live Lying to your face, and they're too afraid to say the word China. I'll let you sit on that for a minute and decide who you think is really more worthy of your support, your energy, 
And who's uh, got your best interest at heart going in the future? Because uh, it's it's not a hard question. You should probably... This is a rhetorical question. Please, if you're taking any time to think about it, I'm very upset. <laughs> Let's just blow up some more countries. Let's just bomb Iran now. Yeah. Yeah. That's what Tel Aviv said. We got to bomb Iran now. Yeah. Uh, CRJ says, The Proof of Worth by Edgar Albert Guest. Says it's a poem worth the full read on YouTube available. I lost my pen. Well, there you go. I added the last part about the pen because it literally fell to my my uh, my floor. All right. What else? What else is going? On? I can't even remember what I was just talking about. But it doesn't matter because it's a an endless cesspool of garbage. I mean, this is this is this is lunacy. This is lunacy. As a trans woman, do I need to get screened for cervical cancer? I'll save it. And this is the Canadian Cancer Society. This isn't like salon.com. The answer is yes, by the way. That's what they say. It's important to to get it checked out. They say, if you're a trans woman and have not had bottom surgery, you aren't at risk for cervical cancer. If, however, you're a trans woman who has had bottom surgery to create a vagina by cutting up and mutilating your penis and stuffing it back inside your body in some kind of insane Frankenstein attempt to, you know, look at me, I'm a real woman, uh, and possibly a cervix, there's a small risk that you can develop cancer in the tissues of your neo-vagina. The risk depends on the type of... These are the scientists, by the way, guys. They're the scientists. These people—they've—they're—they're they're mad lunatics. They're not scientists. They're crazy. Um. Oh, I, I can't remember what this video was. I was going to watch it and find out, but it's just the prime minister talking. Oh, it's uh, talking about people misinformation. I don't care about that. Uh there's the Chinese narrative, which is terrible and insane. Um. Oh yes, this I, I missed this because I, well, I didn't miss it. I wasn't around, but I didn't really talk much about this but is anybody surprised no one should be no one should be surprised about this at all the prime minister names former governor general david johnson as a special rapporteur we're using french words now just basically means snitch (laughs) he's just gonna over he this guy's gonna oversee the chinese interference probe into the into the country he's gonna yeah, because he was recommended for the post of governor general by uh, conservative uh, Stephen Harper. Mm, interesting. Okay. There's a little bit of a problem here, though. Um, that guy is uh, actually close friends with the prime minister, if you can believe that. <laughs> what are the odds? Be a man of strength, intelligence, and compassion. Strength, intelligence, compassion. What about integrity? Did you say integrity? Let's see. I, I might have missed it. Did he say it? He's, not li- he's technically not lying. I've always known him to be a man of strength, intelligence, and compassion. Compassion for you to lie on your behalf, maybe. But getting to know someone as a family friend. Oh, he's a family friend. A family friend is going to be investigating the Chinese interference probe. Interesting. Or friend of your father's is good oh a friend, friend of your father's who was also prime minister oh so this is just a big damn mafia huh right on right on having the honor of working alongside them so it has been a true honor since the beginning of my mandate to come to know the governor general not only as a friendly neighbor quite literally oh and you live next to each other too good but as a man of integrity do you guys do you guys hang out and touch each other's dinks after work or what 
who embody- Oh, he did say integrity later, much, much after everything else, but that's a lie. ...bodies the principles for which our country stands. His Excellency has dedicated his life to public service. Whether it was at McGill or at Rideau Hall, his career... This is public service. What they're doing is public abuse. ...career has been marked by his willingness to give back to a country that has given us all so much to be thankful for. When he says given us all, he means him and his peers and compatriots in the political class. Uh, they're very thankful for being able to pill for you like the fucking parasites that they are, extract your wealth into their pockets. That's what he's thankful for. On behalf of all Canadians, I need to express Not me. my deepest gratitude to their excellencies for their many, many contributions to Canada. Together, you have made this country an even better place to call home. Merci, mes Good. That's good. You know, at least we're being impartial. <laughs> that was him thanking outgoing General, uh, Governor General David Johnson um, for his seven years serving the Crown's representative. And now he's going to be, uh, now he's the guy looking into this. That's great. Fantastic. Fantastic. He's also a, a, a member of the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation on top of all of that as well, which is the um, basically the genesis for a lot of these investigations. It seems the um, communist Chinese government, the, Ch the I'm just being specific, there's a lot of different communist governments, but this is the Chinese communist government. China. China. Fucking China, boy. Chini, chini, China. Okay, I'm just, no one's saying, like, we were just trying to be clear, you know, in the interest of transparency, <clears throat> that the Chinese, communist Chinese government was inserting, dumping money into the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation as a way to mask, you know, illegal political contributions and favors and God knows what else. This guy's part of it, and now he's the one, he's going to inve literally investigate himself, apparently. <sighs> is anyone surprised? No one should be, because this is Canada. This is, um... Uh, this is where we're at now. What is this? Oh, this is... Uh, I've known the Governor General since I was a kid, from visiting him and his daughters when he was Principal of McGill, to spending time on the ice or the slopes at their uh, family home in the Laurentians. And I've always known him to be a man of strength, intelligence, and compassion. But... Oh. We're a banana republic, guys. It's a fake country. This, this is all a joke. And the fact that the conservatives can't just come out and say this, I mean, they should be on strike. I'd be like, oh, why, why show up? Why even go to work? Here's, <laughs> well, what are they supposed to do? Why, why, PP's gonna fucking, here's what you do. Here's what you should do. Uh, first of all, you know what? <laughs> no, Here, here's what I'm probably gonna do. And here's what they should have done. Um, no one is taught. No one is a, is, is defying any of this. And and like um, this clip here, I'm going to play in just a minute. It's a, it's, it's long. Uh, it's a few minutes, well, five or six minutes or so, but it's important. Uh, the entire government is implicated in this. And now is the time. We are clearly, undoubtedly, um, sought or, or seen rather by the communist Chinese government as um, as a prize to be had. They have no respect. For our integrity of a, of our nation, 
of our democrat of our dem- democratic process of our institutions they saw us as a prize to be had and they were like hey how about the- let's just steal some of their shit let's start let's start buying up their politicians let's start buying up their infrastructure and so we can make the canadian workers benefit china instead instead of themselves fuck you china who the fuck do you think you are to come into my home and where i live and where i pay taxes and think that you're entitled to anything that fucking goes on here at all, you commie son of a bitch. Fuck you. And here's what I think of you. And then I'm going to burn a pile of Chinese flags in public and say, that's that's where we stand. That's my position on you. You don't I, like this is an act of war. Do you understand? If we were a bigger, much more powerful country, this would be a... Could you imagine if this was the United States happening into? And because we're so weak and pitiful, they were like, oh, it's just Canada. Who's going to care? That's how, that's how not serious anyone takes us anymore. Not even ourselves. Not even ourselves. We don't even take ourselves seriously enough to deal with this anymore. This is ridiculous. Check this out. Well, a new book co-authored by a former RCMP and military intelligence official alleges the United States ran a secret probe into Chinese operations here in Canada. The book, titled The Mosaic Effect, How the Chinese Communist Party Started a Hybrid War in America's Backyard, cites a 1998 memo from the U.S. Department of Justice. It expresses alarm about Chinese influence over businesses and high-profile figures here in Canada as well as in other countries. Now, CBC News has obtained a copy of the memo but has not been able to verify its authenticity. However, a former member of the intelligence service, an analyst for the U.S. National Security Agency, has confirmed American agencies were concerned about Chinese activities in Canada. And a former CSIS senior intelligence officer tells us he was aware of the U.S. operation. Well, Michelle Juno Katsuya, pardon me, says Canadian policymakers have been ignoring warnings from. Like, listen, guys, you're either on the side of Canada or you're on the side of China. China's come in here and trying to infiltrate and, and subvert and control our shit. They got to go. Expel the diplomats. Expe- shut all these. Pl- get get them out. Get them all out of here. Sever ties. Sever diplomatic ties. Get them the. I don't care what their economy. I don't care. I don't care. You're either on our side or you're on their side. Burn these. They should be. The conservatives should be. You know, rallying flag burning fucking events all across the country and even speaking. You know, doing speeches about this about how we all need to unify against literally a foreign invader. And uh, well, we 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 don't even want to say the word. We're we're worried about the cost of milk. We're worried about the cost of milk. And uh, they don't. Why is everybody so angry? Uh, they're angry because they're taking constant beatings and you won't stick up for them. And eventually, actually, not even eventually, it's happening now. It's been happening and it's going to continue to happen that people are going to leave your camp and they're going to come over to, to right-wing camps because we're telling the truth and we're saying things that people recognize to be true and that they can see happening with their own eyes in their own lives. No one's talking down to them and pandering and insulting their intelligence by focusing on the price of milk. Him and others for decades. Katsuya joins us now from Rimouski, Quebec. Michael, or Michelle, pardon me, thank you so much for taking time. We know this story keeps evolving. The purple How glow on this guy's glasses, he looks like Krang from Ninja Turtles. From your perspective in Canadian politics. It became extremely serious. It became extremely dangerous also for our democracy, for our system. Uh, I was the chief of Asia-Pacific for CSUS in the mid-90s when we were corresponding with our 
uh, U.S. counterpart. And we were exchanging data. We were exchanging worries about what was going on. Uh, when we published our report, it was totally cited and, and nobody wanted to pay attention to what we were saying. At that period of time, we could have been capable to probably mitigate the threat that China was starting to uh, 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 engage against us. Today, it has evolved to the size that now the revelation of the Globe and Mail uh, tells us. And uh, this whistleblower is doing us a service to reveal what uh, all government, every party, every government has ignored for decades now. So it's not only this current government that is at fault. All previous governments were also ignoring what we were saying. So, Michelle, as you said, you've been raising these flags of interference for years. Why do you think it has taken so long for all of this to come out publicly? I think there is two reasons. One of the reasons is that uh, there was an element of partisanry. There was an, ele an element that could be useful to the government in power or the people who wanted to get in power or stay in power. And uh, they saw useful to simply keep a certain statu quo. Uh, the other element is definitely we have evidence that we have been infiltrated by agent of influence, uh, people working on behalf of the Chinese intelligence service, uh, not necessarily spy, but people who have been recruited and being capable to influence the power at bay. So uh, this has been going on for the last 40 years, from Mr. Malroney all the way to Mr. Trudeau today. Every prime minister has been, uh, has been compromised at one point or another by those agents of influence. Every prime minister, you say, has been compromised Every by those agents. Prime Every prime minister. Every government, every offices was compromised. And when we brought the, the warning, nobody listened. That is quite the assertion to make, um, sir. How much do you think, considering that, is this a security risk for Canadians? It is a phenomenal security risk because basically you can ask yourself the question, who's really running the country? Is it a foreign entity or is it our government? And this is the problem that we are currently facing, is that we have been neglecting. And at, at the end of the day, we might need an independent body to investigate properly what is going on currently. Uh, not a question of finding the culprit in the past, but definitely trying to take the measures today in order to protect ourselves for the futures. And we need to sort of inspire ourselves from some action that we're taking, like, for example, in 2017 in Australia, they uh, uh, vote for a, a, a law against foreign interference. We need that kind of tools to be capable to enforce some kind of protection. And as the whistleblower was saying, some form of accountability as well. And I just want to circle back to what... Like, it just goes on and on. It, it, yeah, there's no accountability. They're never going to vote for that. See, and this is another... This is where I, I you know, sympathize with these guys. Um, you know, and I don't, I don't really... Do, <laughs> I've given them a lot of shit. A lot of people have attacked them in the past. We don't really know what they what they've done. Um, I, I'm not surprised CSIS would have investigated. You know, me and us and the community and so on. I'm I am surprised at the amount of resources they've used to do it and how long it's been going on and how extensive it is. Um, I'm sure they've been given a mandate by the government. You know, communists are very you know very concerned about you know what I'm doing. Um, you know, and they you know they're going to do what they're going to do, but. Outside of that, I, I haven't really seen much of anything um, court-wise at the at the inquiry, or, and if there any disclosure, pa really that that 
is any indicates from CSIS at all that we're any kind of serious threat or problem or anything that really needs to be worried about at all, actually. In fact, the opposite's true when it comes to China, which is something uh, I've been mentioning on and off here for years, and Derek's been on and talking about on and off for years, and many other people have been doing for years. All CSIS can do as a domestic intelligence gathering service, and, for, and probably they operate in other countries as well, is is gather intelligence, gather information, um, you know, go through it and filter it and try to get an understanding of it and present uh, it to you know authorities and say here is what we're here is our best guess as to what we think is going on uh, with this, and then it's up to them to do with that what they will. That that's it. That's it. That's all. So now CSIS has has actually gone above and beyond this. They've been trying to warn the government of of this for twenty years, according to this guy, and he's not the only one. There's a, another former CSIS director said the similar thing recently, and on and on. This has been a problem. This has been a concern of theirs for many years. So if anything, CSIS has actually been um, the only patriotic nationalist institution fighting for this country's integrity for the past twenty years. It's certainly not come from the RCMP. It's not come from the military. It's not come from anybody in the government. Has anybody else done anything about this? Who's tell? Why do we even know about? this we know about it because of whistleblowers inside those institutions that came forward to say hey guys your country's been taken over by the chinese all parties all prime ministers all levels of government i i there's literally all i can do what do you want they have no powers of arrest they have no powers to do anything except that and they're not even supposed to say that out loud and for which for the crime for the crime of alerting the canadian public to, to the the fact that we are being influenced to a, a ungodly proportionate level, far beyond acceptable, which is zero, uh, by a foreign nation. They went out of their way to tell you that. And guess what? Now the RCMP is investigating them to find out who the whistleblower is so they can charge them. That's what the, that's what the police are busy doing in this country. The police are not Canadian. They're not pro-Canada. They're pro-themselves. They look out for themselves. They're selfish. And uh, from where I'm standing, every more and more and more every day, CSIS is, uh, you know, I want to say redeem themselves. But did they even do anything wrong in the first place? You know? I mean, I, I've tried to talk to them. They don't want to. They don't want to listen. Or they don't want, they're, they're afraid of me or, or whatever. They're running around. I don't know what the hell they're doing. But they are investigating people all over the country. I had another, um, someone else contact me recently, again, in another province, another time zone, saying, hey, they were by here today. Asking about this guy and that guy. I'm like, okay, thanks for letting me know. Um, here's their card and their names and photographs I got from security care. Yeah, I'll put it in the file. I've got a big one. I'll just hang on to that. Um, you know, but that, I mean, who? I mean, what else can you expect? That, that's what I expect, though. Um, so I, I can't, I can't come, I'll come down on them for that because it's like, well, what do you, what do you want them to do? It's like I want them to tell people what's going. On. If it gets to the point where the police aren't listening, the government's not listening, the me, nobody's listening. What choice do you have? It's like, well, now we just got to go public and tell the country, like, hey, we're we're under attack, guys. That that's that's what I would expect them to do. That's what they did. So I have I have no problem with that at all. I think they've done their job, and I think those people should be given. A, I think those people should be given medals. I think they should be given promotions. And whoever that whistleblower is is a brave, courageous person that's doing exactly the the kind of thing that I would have expected out of the RCMP, out of the military, out of all the rest of the country. But we didn't get it. Um. Uh, David uh, says, "Welcome back. Hope your days off were good. Now dance, my fellow grease monkey." Also, is that pontoon lady from Minnesota still here? Oh, she's probably around. Yeah, <laughs> she's probably she said pon selling pontoons in Minnesota. Littlefoot says, "Can you add a milk ticker?" I should. 
Somebody said that it should get a price of whatever the current price of milk is today. That's a good idea. I'll ask Greg about that. Uh, put a price of milk ticker on the screen. It's the best way to know the state of rural affairs. Yeah. As the milk price goes up, everything that's really the most important metric to follow is what the price of milk is. Scarecrow says, if I'm ever in legal trouble, remind me to appoint my brothers and cousins to the jury and my uncle as the judge. Jeremy, why didn't you think of that? I don't know. I, I just... I think not ever having had sex with a man has had a big impact on that. Um, when you don't engage in that kind of behavior, it really closes a lot of political doors for you. As There's a lot of sodomy and, and gay dick sucking and that kind of stuff. I mean, literally. I don't mean metaphorically for favors. I mean, they literally suck on each other's dicks and stuff like that. Um, you know, so if, if you're not into that, you're, you're li- you're, you're, it's very limited. You know, there's not a lot you're going to be able to do. <laughs> so that's probably why I don't have the access to the kinds of options that they do. Uh, you know. Hey, you owe me. You owe me for that beach that time. And they're like, okay, fine. <laughs> Scarecrow, again, he says, is, is this CBC story a limited hangout designed to spread the blame to the conservatives? If so, conservatives deserve it. They do deserve it. No, they, they had years. They had decades. I've mentioned this. The FIPA, FIPA, the FIPA agreement with the Harper government has permitted the Chinese to station soldiers in this country to protect their assets, sold off all kinds of uh, energy industry assets and, and natural resources to the Chinese, and uh, opened up all kinds of things. And the conservatives are like, oh, see, we, we avoided the, ah, the, 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 the economic crisis back then, 08, 09, 2010, um, by selling out the country. It's good, great job. And they, they present that like it was a great thing to do. It's cooperate with the, the communist Chinese. Again, something else I'm, I would like to, I'm, I'm thinking about it. I probably will because nobody else wants to do it. And why not? We'll, I'll, we'll go do an event, a rally somewhere, somewhere in a city, burn some flags, and uh, give a little speech about what communism really is. Who are the Communist Chinese Party exactly? What is the history of these people? Exhibit A, this is Tiananmen Square, everyone. This is students protesting for their freedom being machine gunned to death in the streets. This is the regime, the murderous regime, oh no wait, that's Russia, that our conservative politicians have been more than happy to do business with for decades. We fought against them in the Korean War. Um, they fund a lot of our enemies. They, we found, um, you know... Chinese weapon systems and night vision and stuff on the Taliban in Afghanistan, uh, and now the now the Taliban and the Chinese have a have a working partnership and agreement, so that that's great. Um, <laughs> it's it's good. Man on the mountain says this is for you, sir, from Papa Squirrel. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. And uh, Greg has a song request. I don't know if I can. <laughs> this one time I will because of of what it is. Uh, it's been a while. This- Turns red when it's round your neck And I ain't talking about the noose yet I'm talking about the tie that you wore When you told these people that you stood what they stood for You ain't nothing but a street whore Mouth wide open, taking money somebody else worked for Tell me when you roll that dick, did your ass get tore? Or did it feel good, get paid more? Little Miss Saigon got your nerd eyeglass on So he don't catch cum when you're jerking to my album You're mad that a man can lay it out in a song Cause you're up there chugging that Chinese cum not bad, right? Blue tie, red tie, just another gay guy. Gay guys taught him how to fuck around with kids, right? That's why he don't say shit about grown ass men with dicks and tits, swinging them around in the face of kids. Blow your Beijing noodles out, faggot. Chinese dick sucker, RCM prick lover. As long as they have a nice long dick, you'll be willing to turn that trick for enemies, foreign and domestic. Man, I gotta get back to work. 
Price of milk is so high. <laughs> I'm never gonna afford four liters of milk again in my life. Hell no! It's not like I work for the government, give myself a pay raise. It's not like I have some wife who works for the COVID-19 test company that forces all the airlines to use my motherfucking tests. These motherfuckers gotta go. Beijing Big Con by Pure Blood the Rapper. Find him on YouTube. That's funny. Once, once the, the yeah the streak is broken, only because it was Greg. I will never no. Don't send me don't send me song requests. I don't I don't do it. I don't. It's because it just becomes a spam of uh, spam of things. Pure Blood the Rapper on uh, on YouTube. Go check him out. The Beijing Big Con. You know, almost like they're all on the same team. They are. They are. And now you have. I mean. Like you just you just have to take the you just have to take the facts and go okay th- this is just how it is this is the situation and and stop listening to these these idiots these liars and they're trying to going to try and uh, dissuade you and massage the situation and change your opinion but it's it's not true you have former CSIS directors current sitting members whistleblowers people that would know telling you that these guys are all in bed with the Chinese and they're selling the country out and selling us all down the river that's the fact. Do you believe them or do you believe these liars who are proven to lie? Do you believe CSIS or do you believe trust the current thing, trust the science? Do you believe CSIS or do you believe Slava Ukraine? Do you believe CSIS or do you believe we need more rights for, we need trag queen story time? Do you believe CSIS or do you believe open borders for everyone except Israel? <laughs> do you believe CSIS or do you see where I'm going with this? I have no reason to think that doubt anything that they're saying. In fact, it, it's considering everything I've noticed and observed over the past uh, seven or eight years since I started getting interested in this kind of stuff. It it all it all uh, check it all tracks. This all tracks uh, pretty closely. Conservative Christian. I read that one already. The Beijing Big Con. It's funny that Greg sent me that. When I first saw that, I, I listened to it like seven times. <laughs> it's just something about it is so catchy. You know. You know what I mean? You know? Why do I keep losing my windows? Here we go. Uh, what else? Oh, yeah, you know, it, yeah. do you trust them? Do you trust them? And, and this is... Oh, I hate Facebook so much. Stop it. Anyway. This is what, you know, they're okay with this, guys. Again, this is a... Con- Why are you always attacking the conservative? Because they're the problem. If it wasn't for the conservatives, the fake conservatives, we would have a real conservative party that could do something about this shit. But we don't. They they think they need more of this. This is their priority is, is more of this kind of stuff. Very empowering, very, very lovely and great. Let's just, uh, let's just, uh, yeah. That speaks for, does that say it all? You okay with that? Um, most Canadians are not okay with that. Do something, say something, or just go get the fuck out of the way. It's enough. It's enough. Uh, but we are, we're, we're busy slavaing. Ukraine instead right now. 
can't be bothered. Um, and a lot of these weapons and systems and everything we're sending there aren't even ending up uh, where they're supposed to. It, not just Iran. U.S. and NATO weapons sent to Ukraine are being found in Iran. They're being found all over the world. They're just selling them off. Not even just we- and when they say weapons, I don't I don't just mean guns. I mean our body armor, helmets, frag vests, night vision, all this. We've emptied our stores and sent them all to Ukraine because Slava. So have uh, so is the British. So have the Australians, the Germans. The I mean, it's ridiculous. And the Ukrainians are turning around and selling it off everywhere. And uh, vehicles even, jets are probably going to disappear. Tanks and like it's just a it's a black hole. It's a, a criminal's uh, wet dream over there. If you want to if you want to sell and get rid of this stuff. And all of this, why this is uh, again Pulitzer Prize-winning author Seymour Hersh has all but proven that this is this was a terrorist attack by us by NATO on the Nord Stream pipeline. It's an act of terrorism, an act of war. We destroyed a German-Russian natural gas pipeline that the people of Germany depend upon for energy to heat their homes, to run their businesses, to run their factories, and so on. And we were just like, ah, let's just blow that up. Never mind the environmental disaster of like thousands of gallons of liters or whatever the measure, unit of measurement is. I don't think it matters. Being just pumped right into the Baltic Sea. <laughs> right. Um, but again, we're the, they're the bad guys. It's Pootler, guys. Remember? It's Pootler. Cost of milk. Oh, come on. Hang on. My computer's like, no, I, I really want to do the sodomy now. Is Canada yeah. spending too much? Hang on. Is Canada spending too much? On Ukraine right now, in your opinion. I think we need to get results for our money. And uh, we, we, we support uh, an end to Russia's illegal and unjustified invasion. Um, you like how they just found a random brown guy with a turban to just stand and nod behind him? It's very, very powerful, totally not deliberate, definitely not condescending and insulting and just a clear, you know, choice of, like, why is there anyone back there at all? But you, just make sure he's in the frame. We got to, we got to nail down that seek vote. Right, guys? Everyone can fucking, everyone sees through you. Ed fucking everybody sees through you. It's embarrassing. What the problem with this government is they, uh, they, they, it's not that they don't spend enough, it's that they don't achieve enough results for the spending they do. They spend too much on back office bureaucracy and not enough on frontline military equipment. Yeah, so we're not, we're not slavaing hard enough in case anyone is concerned because, you know, that's, that's the real issue. We're not, not that we're not spending enough, we're just not spending it the right way and not enough. We need to spend more money and we need, we need to go to war with Russia. We need to go to war with Russia. And according to, and this is the, the foreign minister of the other part. They're all the same, guys. It might as well be a uniparty. The differences that they have are cosmetic at best. The policy changes that they propose are cosmetic at best. Oh, we're going to lower the carbon tax a little bit. Is, a ben- is about the only real difference. And uh, things like this are far more important, in my opinion. When you have the government unified around the idea of World War Three. Uh, that's a serious indication that everyone's lost their fucking minds, guys. Canadian Ford, and and none of them are going to oppose any. This is a crazy thing to say. We don't have we need recall legislation in this country so this person can be fired, so the they, so they can be removed for saying something so egregiously insane. Foreign Canadian Foreign Minister calls for regime change in Russia, so war with Russia because regime change. We need regime change in Canada, guys. 
Russia, get the fuck out of here. They announced new sanctions. Yeah, I'm sure the Russians are real shook about that. We're able to see how much we're isolating the Russian regime right now because we need to do so economically, politically, and diplomatically. And what are the impacts also on society and how much we're seeing potential regime change in Russia? The goal is definitely to do that. Uh huh. It's um, funny you mentioned the uh, the whole isolation thing because you've actually cut the Russians out of so much of the international banking world with all your sanctions and and uh, you know bans and so on that it forced them to kind of become self sufficient and independent. They started their own uh, their own financial alliance about ten or fifteen years ago called BRICS. B R I C S stands for Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa uh, in an economic bloc partnership. China and India are massive economies. China's going to have the biggest one in the world. They're going to be the world superpower very soon. And they're with Russia, who's also on the way up. And India, who's on the way up. And for some reason, South Africa's in there, but good for them. You know, <laughs> they gotta, Nobody else is coming to their rescue anytime soon. Canada sent South African refugees back to South Africa to die. Why? Because they were white. And white people can't be refugees. How can they be refugees? They're white people. You know there's ethnic cleansing going on in South Africa, right? You know there's a town in South Africa, I think it's called, what's it called, Oceana? Something like that. Where it's it's like a self-contained white people only town and uh, out of, you know, for survival purposes because so many people were being hunted, kill, killed in horrific ways. Uh, the rapes and the, it's, it's just go look. Just go look. I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it, but trust me. Or Oriana, that's what it is. O-R-A-N-I-A, something like that. Oriana. Um, and they're basically just trying not to be genocided. That's their whole... <laughs> because the government there openly hates them and has been uh, you know, looking the other way as people have been massacring them for quite a while. We sent those people back there to that situation, but you can walk across the border here at Roxham Road and just show up. And you can be a citizen. Just like that. Just be here. And uh, Nova Scotia is actually welcoming hundreds of these people now from from Roxham Road. Isn't that nice? Because we have an oh look another feminist woman who doesn't know where the doesn't know where she's coming or going. Fifty more asylum seekers arrived in Halifax. Hmm. So we got a couple hundred now. Some of the refugees who entered Canada from the United States are from Turkey. Uh huh. Is there a, is there a war in Turkey? Haiti, Pakistan. You're a refugee from Pakistan. How did you get here? Um, and, and the United States? You entered Canada from the United States and you're a refugee. Is there a war in the United States I'm unaware of? Is there, like, what's going on there? Are they are they refugees from East Palestine, Ohio? Oh, no, they're just, they're not. Oh, and they're, stay, they're by the way, they're staying in hotels in Nova Scotia. We have homeless people everywhere um, living in tents all winter. But... Some people that decided to take advantage of our fucking welfare state who just walked across the border are now going to get automatic citizenship and they can stay in a hotel and, and all of that stuff. And why? No, oh, because current thing and virtue signaling. And Nova Scotia wanted to go out of the way to make sure that everyone knows that there's no cap on how many ref, ref, they're not refugees. They're illegal migrants. They are criminals who entered the country illegally to take advantage of our open border policy and our welfare state. And they expect the Canadian taxpayer... It's tax season, by the way. How'd you guys do? To fund all of this. You know, do you think the hotels are paying for this? 
No, you are. The government's paying for it, and the government when when the government pays for something, it uses your money. That's what taxes are. The government steals your money, calls it a tax, and then does whatever it wants with it. So it takes your money, robs you, and then uses it to pay for your own destruction. Good times. I love it here. And uh, since we have so many new arrivals in Nova Scotia, I just want to point out that if you see the police, it may not be the police. We have kind of a history of that. Uh, There was a guy that put on a costume and went around on a fucking rampage and killed, you know, a couple dozen people who are still dying. One of them committed suicide recently. Nobody cares about that either. There's not going to be any, there's not going to be an investigation. Oh, there was a fake inquiry. The RCMP promoted themselves, gave themselves pay raises, uh, ignored everyone and told them to go fuck themselves basically. And we're just going to move on. Uh, this is still happening, you know. Now the Halifax police are investigating another uh, a guy with a fake police car pulled a woman over on the highway of 102. So there's really no way to know if you get pulled over, you see somebody. Maybe they're a cop. Maybe they're a murderer. Maybe they're a rapist. Maybe maybe who knows? Um, maybe they are legitimately a cop and still all of those things because, as we know, the police are, you know, probably one of some of the worst uh, people in walking around in society right now. They've they've <laughs> chosen to side with a. Uh, state that has no problem using violence and use of force uh, on women, children, pastors. You know, they don't care. They'll, they'll do all of it because they're just doing their job, right? They're just doing their job. They should probably pay attention to, to what's going on in France a little more. <laughs> they want to see how that's going to potentially turn out. We'll see. Uh, Scarecrow says, it seems to me that the NWO, WF, and, and Brixia are... Uh, is it supposed to say ridiculously? At odds, uh, one favoring a Western-dominated unipolar regime and the other a, a multipolar world regime. Who knows what's going to happen? All the good ones uh, quit or got fired. Yeah, no kidding, Murdoch. What's the excuse? Why are you staying in? Why? Because you maybe you can get a chance to arrest a pastor. Maybe you can beat up some kids trying to ice skate while there's a mandate. Maybe you can trample some people with some horses. Or maybe you can just take up the extra shifts for them that they would have had so that you can hold down the fort so they can, so those other people can go trample people with horses, beat them with guns. Maybe they're out, maybe they're out doing some kind of picked and pig farm thing. Maybe they're, uh, you know, killing people at the airport like Robert Dzanski. Or maybe, maybe they're just running another Gabriel Wartman type operation with God knows what, where he has fake police cars, fake uniform, or, or real. We don't really know. The RCMP never really explained that, did they? Uniforms, guns, cars, the whole thing, badges. Why would they explain anything? What do you do when it's the investigators that need to be investigated exactly? Conservative Christian. Why does this, why won't this go away? It's open. Oh, okay. So we are just getting word of. <laughs> Antifax reactions. Um, yeah, I'll save that for a little, for a little bit. All government is escape. Yeah, it, well, you can have a, a a decent government, but we don't. That's the problem. The idea of a government isn't the problem. It's that they're evil um, by basically any metric that you would measure. Ferry was talking about this last night, and I thought that was I think it was last night that basically by by any form of morality system code that you could find anywhere in the world eastern world western world ancient times modern times pagan times as far as like honor and duty and courage and self-sacrifice and you know leadership and morality goes 
the current crop of so-called leadership and the police, they are in violation. They are standing in opposition to all of them. In any time period, in any part of the world, they are the bad guys. Period. Unquestionably. You're on the side of censorship. You're on the side, listen, listen, coppers. You're on the, this, this is what you support. This is the system that you are the frontline jackboot thugs for. That you're responsible for making sure uh, its agenda is played out and the state, the monster, is protected. This is what you're protecting. You're protecting pro-child grooming, uh, mass migration, the destruction of, of Western civilization, the destruction of our of our identity, our cultural you know, icons, statues, and everything being torn down, the drag queen story. T- you're pro-war now. You're pro-war, you're pro-mass uh, vaccination campaigns, you're pro-separating you know, separating families, you're pro-fucking um, looking the other way while everybody dies. Fuck, I had another one there, the worst one. Yeah. Censorship? Oh, we gotta make sure you arrest that guy and shut these people up. Just charge them with something. To, to be a police officer in modern times is to be a jackboot thug stormtrooper for the Empire. Period. That That's what it is. That's what you're doing. My own son, my oldest son, is is smarter than, than most adults walking around. Eight years old. He's eight. He'll be nine soon. And I can't remember how we... How did we get into this conversation? He's a big Star Wars fan. He likes it. You know, he's a kid. I loved Star Wars when I was a kid. And we started talking about something. Somehow the government came up. Imagine. <laughs> and they were do- something they were doing. Um, I can't remember what the comment was. Anyway, the government was forcing people to do something they didn't want to do, and it's bad. And he said, well, why don't those people just... They, they, if the government can't force them to do it, can they? And I said, yeah, buddy. He's like, well, why don't they fight them and, and say no? My eight-year-old son, he says, why don't they just say no and, and, and not do it then if they don't want to do it? And I said, well, buddy, because the government is like, you know, Star Wars, you know, the Empire, you know, with the, the Star Destroyers and the Stormtroopers and the Death Star and the whole, very big, very powerful, very, you know, everywhere, omnipresent. It's always watching, always looking and hunting, you know, the people that are standing in its way and trying to, you know, that's what the government is, really. It's not like a couple of guys. It's a very big, powerful force that can compel people to, you know, do what it wants. It can force, you know. And he said, oh, well, that's how, they sound like bad guys. Look, well, why don't people just fight them? They should fight against them. And I said, well, they're not allowed to fight against them. <laughs> they made it illegal. He said, well, they should go get, they should go get, like, lightsabers and, and, you know, like the blaster guns and steal them from the, steal them from the stormtroopers and use them to fight. I said, they can't. They made that illegal. Actually, they got rid of all the blaster guns and lightsabers. They, wouldn't, they won't let any of the citizens have those. Those are illegal to have. The government, the empire said no. And they said now, and they're still going to try and force these people to do something they don't want to do. And he was, he's like, well, how are people supposed to, how are people supposed to protect themselves against the empire then? And I said, good. That's see, you see, that's a good question, buddy. Then it, then it became the, the gun. He said, well, if they take, if they got rid of all the, all the blasters and guns and stuff, then, then no one would get hurt. So I guess that's a good thing. I said, are you sure? He said, well, yeah, because if there's no guns and no one can get hurt. And I said, well, what, what about what about criminal? What about the bad guys, buddy? What about people that are like, you know, gangsters and criminals and murderers? Like they don't, like they're bad guys. They don't care about the rules and the law. And he went, oh, they'll just, then they'll just have all the guns 
And all the good people won't be able to save themselves from the bad guys because they don't care what the rules are. That's I said, that's right. That's exactly right. I, an eight-year-old got to the bottom of the uh, firearms question in about a minute and a half, two minutes. But Beijing Communist Party, you, the, the, the conservatives can't be bothered to, to say anything. <laughs> uh, Anderson Palace says the C in RCMP stands for China. It might as well now. Might as well at this stage. Um, what else? Oh, yeah, this was something else I wanted to mention before I run off on some kind of tangent. The uh, I did mention this a couple of times in some other previous episodes, I guess. Um, I, I do like, there is a very, should be a very fitness, physical fitness heavy component um, to a lot of people's life, lives it, it, as a means of resistance. Um, and I mean that seriously because the system, the, the, the global system that we're being subjected to desires, needs, requires rather you to be weak, malleable, in, intimidatable. That's not, is that a word? I don't know. Um, they want you to be soft and weak and, and, and not a threat. People that are physically weak are most oftentimes also going to be mentally weak. It's very difficult to become a mentally strong person without also hardening your body through, through physical pain and physical fitness. That's just something you have to do. The two things are inextricably linked. You remember that? I wish I had some of that video. I got rid of it. I wish I still had it. That uh, Buddhist guy. Strong mind, strong body. Strong body, strong mind. Because that's where to 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 put yourself in a in a position where you have a strong body. I mean, you don't you don't have to be like a fucking you know superstar of like world fitness, but like you're strong, fit, and healthy. That requires some effort, it, especially these days with the you know the food and lifestyles and everything we're subjected to. You're gonna have to go out of your way. You have to. You're, no one can just be healthy anymore. You have to physically, you have to mentally, deliberately make an effort to do it. And uh, the consequences of not doing it are you're going to be more susceptible to stress, depression, sleep disturbances, illnesses, literally every bad thing you can imagine. You will bleed to death faster. You are more likely to die from any every single injury. Heart attacks, strokes are more likely to impact your your condition, make it worse. Even, even things that uh, maybe they wouldn't have killed you, they will kill you because you're out of shape. But if you had been in shape, you wouldn't have died. Um, and so on. Every single thing you can imagine, every metric you can measure and count and look at to in regards to how strong and effective you are in living up to your full potential come down to or are based upon your physical fitness level. If you are in shape and strong and healthy versus not, you're never going to be at your full potential. You're going to have more brain fog, less sleep, less energy, less focus, less health, you know, and you're also going to be more susceptible to these negative urges. You don't have the discipline. This is a way to build discipline, to deny yourself eating trash, to force yourself to go exercise, to take care of yourself. You're going to start to build some discipline and some self-respect, and you're going to start to take care of your own body, and all of a sudden you're starting to cultivate this energy and this sense of yourself that you matter and you are worth taking care of. You should treat yourself like if you're a man or you're a woman, you should treat yourself like you would treat your own son or your own daughter. You know? In a in a loving way and, and in a way that's like I'm gonna like listen, this is dumb. 
This is a bad. What you're doing, you got to. This is what you need to do. You got to stop it. Well, I mean, when when you're when you're dealing with yourself, when you're talking to yourself, and you're in your own head, treat yourself like you would treat your own son or your own daughter. Why don't you? Do you hate yourself? <laughs> you know. And if it's like, don't you want the best for your son and the be- for what's in their best interest for them to reach their full potential and be as healthy and strong and and have the best life possible? Of course you do. So why don't you treat yourself the same way? Why don't you afford yourself the same kinds of things? And uh, on top of all of that, you know, they want you that way. They like you to be sick and tired and lazy and weak and pitiful and, and defenseless. That's what they want. So to be in shape is to literally is literally fighting back against all this. You see, you think all this body positivity stuff is like an accident? Dad bods and but like, I'm you know big beautiful like Victoria's Secret models with three hundred pounds now like. No, this is this is the result of demoralization. You know, the Chinese aren't doing this, by the way, or the Russians or any of the people that are, you know, stacking up on the other side of the battlefield here. They're not doing any of this stuff. The demoralization has rendered us weak and sick, and we're we're a dying people, and you know we need to fix that. And one way you can do it is to is to start taking care of yourself. So, I don't want to turn this into like a whole. It's been a big part of my life for a long time, but I, I you know I mentioned it here and there and kind of, but I don't want to turn the channel and the whole thing into like just becomes this weird fitness page. However, what I would like to do, and I and I'm considering doing, I'm probably going to, and I've got a couple of guys in mind. I'm going to start another channel on Telegram probably, and it'll be just strictly for the community, for you guys, for you know anybody that's interested in. Uh, uh, physical fitness tips, routines, training ideas, and or even just people in your local area to link up with and go to the gym together or, or running partners, whatever. Um, this is a this is something that uh, I want to I want to do. I'll post you know here's what I'm doing, here's what I'm up to, and here's you know here's how not to do a bench press and and things like that. Um, and a few other guys can get in there as admins and stuff as well. And that way you can you can even just observe for a while. I had to, and I don't want you to feel bad if there's people out there, you know, uh, they don't want to go to the gym. They don't want to do any of this stuff because it's intimidating, and I, I understand that, and I remember that. I remember being that guy. I I uh, lurked. I would read a lot on, on, on forums, fitness forums, bodybuilding forums, and so on first, watch a lot of YouTube videos of how people are doing things. Cause I, I would work out at home. I had a heavy bag and stuff, but I would do some push-ups or whatever, but that was about the extent of my knowledge. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't even go to a gym until I felt like I had a pretty good understanding of how I, I, I wasn't going to embarrass myself and look ridiculous. And then even then, I go to the gym and I'm the smallest guy there. I'm the weakest guy there. And it's just, you know, but that's how you got you to swallow that and go. Um, but um, having, that, having that in your face all the time and seeing that and being reminded of that and having something to, to look at that's positive, that's encouraging you to do these kinds of things rather than doom scrolling on Facebook and sitting around, you know, oh, I just wasted. How many of us have done that? How many people, that's another excuse. Well, I don't have time. I don't have time to do this. Have you at all, have you at least three times this week spent an hour on your phone just scrolling nothing that you don't even remember what you were looking at? I guarantee that's 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 probably true for 90% of you. <laughs> it's true for me. Uh, so if you say, I don't have the time. I don't. Yes, you do have the time. You're just not, uh, apparently you don't love yourself. You don't care about yourself enough to do that. You'd rather, you know. The time, the time is there. So I'm gonna. St- I don't know what I'm gonna call it. Fucking <laughs> jacked up Philip. I don't know Philip's page. Diago pump or something. We'll we'll do that. But um, I'll let you know. It'll be on the main Telegram page when whenever I get that up and going. And uh, hopefully we can start. You know, building building some camaraderie and, and getting some people out of their houses. And and also, the the number one reason is is your mental health. And I don't mean I feel, but you will 
It's not my opinion. The science is done. Just going out and exercising, you know, moderately for half an hour is going to make an enormous difference in your mental state, especially if you keep at it over time, weeks, months, years. You're going to be way, way, way more resilient to all of this. You, you don't, you have like feeling shitty and frustrated and sad and, you know, paranoid and, um, you know, tons of anxiety and fear and depression and all that. Uh, you can dissipate a, fa- a significant amount of that just by exercising. Why wouldn't you do that? It's very easy. It's very cheap. You got some shoes? Go outside. Go for a jog, you know? There's a million ways you can do something uh, for that. And I understand a lot of people are just, they just don't know what to do. I knew. I, I knew I wanted to do these things, but I didn't know where to, I'd have, from who? From where? I don't know anything. I'm an idiot. I don't even know where to look. So I had to, I had to find out. So I think uh, I'll, I'll try that. If you guys are interested in that, I'll share um, in my experiences and in, in some of the stuff that I know how to do and what I've done and other guys in the community as well. And if there's any, if there, actually, if there's anybody out there that is like, I am actually kind of a psycho freak, uh, you know, fitness nut or whatever, um, then, uh, you know, maybe you can get them in there and, and put that, you know, they can be an admin on the page and stuff. And just to upload like, you know, a couple times a day, whatever you're up to, whatever, whatever you're doing this week or, or, you know, put it in there for people, other people to see and, and think about and, and start to build up the, uh, you know, the courage to, to join the rest of us on, on that, uh, on that mission, because wouldn't that be awesome? That would be, uh, that's what I really want to see. I want to see one of these. <laughs> that's my goal for next year. That's that's what I want to see in 2024. I want I want there to be some kind of dag meetup and everybody's just fucking jacked. <laughs> how, how fucking much of a how much of a, a flex is that? Ri- literally, that would be great. You know. So we want, I really want to push more of this, more of this healthy living stuff. As I take a drink out of a Red Bull. <laughs> It's a habit. I gotta get. I gotta get off of these too. I know. I know. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do anything. But I, I drink a Red Bull for these streams sometimes. Leave me alone. You know. I'm battling goblins. I need the energy. It's this or they. You know. They could get the best of me. Donkey Dong Long says, uh, "Awesome to do the physically and mentally fit groups." I just started running with these new shoes again. Nice. How about a reading group? Gulag reading group to fight tyranny. We need to be healthy and fit. Yeah, there's a lot of great books out there that. Um, I just have to figure it out. There's a I saw a group page on Telegram, and, and the way the groups are set up, you can have sub you can join the group, but then there's subcategories. So it could be like, you know, the Dagalon Community fucking social hub, and then it's like you know, fitness, reading, music, blah, 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 whatever, whatever you're into. There's somebody that knows a ton. They there are so many musicians here, it's ridiculous, and I mean, and good ones. Um, there's tons of really well-read people that could talk your ear off all day about all kinds of different books, philosophy, religion, you know, esoteric, whatever you're into, military history, teach, teaching different languages, whatever you want, whatever you want. There's yoga people, there's running people, there's weightlifting, CrossFit, kickboxers. There's like, the community's massive. There's people that, whatever it is you're into, computer science, I don't care, whatever it is you're into, finance, there's somebody out there that knows a lot about it. Um, and we can, you know, probably find them a spot in there. Um, to just, you know, share interests. If it's something you're interested in, um, why not go and, and try to share in that with somebody that's, you know, a like-minded person from the community rather than going to, going to global homo school where they're going to tell you stuff like protein shakes are, you know, making you evil, right? Exercises, right-wing extremism and all this kind of, like, we're on our own, you know, expect to self-rescue. Madam Breeze says, I agree with reading book. Like the video, read a book. <laughs> I'll never do it. I'll never do it because you'll keep sending me these $1 super chats. <laughs> I'm afraid if I'll read it, you'll stop. 
Cow Punching Dirtbag says punching cows has been scientifically proven to reduce stress and make you less soft. Damn good cast tonight. Thanks for everything you do, brother. Long live Dagalon. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. it it's inevitable. I, I mean that. That's that's not like a... You have to take stock of things when you're in when you're in like a neutral headspace. Not when you're depressed, not when you're having a great day because something good happened, but when you're just like calm, collected and you can just read the situation for what it is without getting any kind of way about it. And then just logically go through it and and you know, think about it and go this this is, you know, until you come to a conclusion. Write that down. Write that down when you get into that and go, this, this, is, in a, this is how it's going to go. I don't see any other way around it. Write it down and put it on your fucking mirror or whatever you got to do. Because when you're, when you're depressed someday and you're gonna, you're gonna, you can see that and go, yeah, I'm just, you're not thinking right because your brain's fucking scrambled. You're having a rough go. doesn't change the fact that when you looked at it free and clear, clear-eyed with a, with a focused mind that this is how it is. And conversely, if you're riding high thinking you're untouchable and indestructible and everything's going to, we can never lose. Like, well, you know, you don't want to get, you don't want to get uh, complacent either. And remember how much, uh, how easily you can, you know, go back the other way. But when I, when, when you do that, man, everything, everything I'm saying, I, I believe that the, these conservatives, these leaders, they're, they're not leaders. They're, they're not even in the way they're hanging out in the middle, trying to appeal to the left, trying to be liberals so that liberals will vote for them, so that they can be in charge and then enact liberal policy. It's pointless. Um, people don't like liberal policy. Liberal policy now in 2023 is communism. It's neo. Nobody wants this shit. Nobody wants this shit. Look at the hockey games. You've got James Reimer now. You ha- I can't remember the, the fellas, the Russian guy on the Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, I'm not wearing the gay jersey. I'm not doing it. You know what happened? Did he get kicked out of the league? No, they sold out of all of James Reimer's jerseys and the other guy too. And they only just tacitly said, I don't want to participate. People are tired of the virtue signaling. They're tired of having this shit rammed down their throats. And as this conti- and it will only continue to get worse, people are going to gravitate towards those who are defending the things that they believe. You are not entitled to the support of Canadians. You are not entitled to their money, their votes, their anything, just because you're the other guy. I'm not Sockman. I'm the other team. So you have to vote. You have to support me. Why? You, you don't do anything for me. You don't do anything for anyone. Why should I support you at all? Every dollar, every dollar I give you is a waste. I and I'm Ted Sear. I would rather if you're like, well, I was going to donate to the Conservative Party or this person's campaign, fifty dollars, twenty dollars. Go downtown, go find a homeless person and give them that money. That is an exponentially better use of that money. You'll feel better about yourself, and maybe there's a one in a million chance that that homeless person is going to go. That you know, maybe that'll strike, touch them in just the right way that they're able to turn it around because some stranger randomly cared about them enough to do something like that. That's a much better use of your money than giving it to these communist <laughs> Chinese dick sucker RC and brick lover <laughs> all night long. Mister, what was it? Uh, Pure blood, the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scotian Lace says, "Keep fit and have rage. Get some rager size and eat more cabbage." The cabbage is a big deal. They're all about the cabbage. I've noticed. You guys are right into the cabbage. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, Scotian lady, I, I, sent, I saw this meme and like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's it's 100% correct. This is in England, actually, in the United Kingdom, but th- this is real. 
This isn't staged. They, the MPs were debating vaccine safety just recently. I think I have the clip somewhere. They all left. They all left the building. But if they're debating pay raise as well, you know. These people are not here for you. They're never going to be here for you. They don't care about you. They care about themselves. And as things get more destructive, toxic, threatening, the stress levels go up and people are more, they're going to they're gonna go, I don't care who it is. I don't care. I don't care if it's literally Adolf Hitler. If he shows up and says, I'm putting a stop to this, that's who they're going to support because no one else is going to do it. Because it's not coming from the conservatives and it's never going to because they're not conservatives. They're liberals. That's why they don't feel compelled to do anything. They should see these churches burning down. They should see all these story times and these mass migrations and these wars and the, just the absolute bloodletting of this country bleeding us out. They should see this and be in, in, uh, in, enraged by it infuriated and, and so motivated by it they should be going back to their headquarters going we need to stop we need to do everything we can to stop this at whatever the cost our nation is at risk the very existence of our people is at risk nah drag queen story time it's stale it's over it's obsolete it's not 2006 it's shit it's all done it's all done and uh they can't compete, and they, they've got nothing to say. They've got nothing to offer anybody. They're not sticking up for you. They're never going to. Uh, Godzilla says, in addition to oh, and yeah, that, that I can't remember who uh, uh, that I think Red Ice shared that meme. Actually, that was actually seen by a lot of people. Where is the actual? Uh, that doesn't say. It was that, oh seven, almost six, over six thousand people saw that. See how easy that is. <laughs> six thousand people saw that. Right? How many people did that make an impact on? Never know. And who are they? You'll never know. Uh, Godzilla Unchained says, uh, in addition to exercising and living healthier, whenever you get an urge to doom scroll, do it at freecanada.win, where every Saturday is boob day. Link in the description box below. T.me slash freecanadaw. Nice little meme page there. Godzilla's always over there doing all kinds of all kinds of stuff. We're, we're punching cows. We're punching dirt bags. We're, we're punching everything. We're punching up. That's another thing that you need to recognize is that um, a few, a, a handful of, of, of guys with you know microphones in basements across the country are having such an effect that federal-level politics are having to maneuver around the things we do. That's not up for debate. That's not an exaggeration. That is, that, is the, that is the reality. And that's not even just here. The same thing is happening in the States, Australia, England. All of these dissident right-wing groups are now, we're, we're the ones uh, dictating how this is going, and they're now having to react to us. They have no power, and they have less every day, and they're freaked out by it, and they don't know what to do. They should just sit down. They should just sit down and get out of the way. Um, and we're punching way above our And they have all the money, the influence, the access to every platform, and they can't do a fucking thing versus a bunch of people with just this. And what are they doing? They have podcasts and microphones and social media accounts, and they go out the street, and they have an exponentially bigger impact. So talk about punching above your weight. And we're this small right now. We're just getting started. And this is the effect that we have. You guys are fucking done. So logically, when you think it through, People don't want this communist dystopia. They don't want global Weimar Republic. They don't. They don't want it. They see it. They're disgusted by it. They don't want it. And nobody's standing up against it. 
They're not going to roll over and join it. They're just simply going to look. They're going to start looking harder and harder for somebody to, to defend them, and they're going to find them. And it's not going to be the establishment because they're on the same team. What else is going on? What time is it? All right. We got lots of time. Too much time. Guy Grosjean says, excellent, greatest Canadian. Thank you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I am definitely not. Um, but I, I appreciate it, man. I'm just I'm just another dirty old fucking Northern European fucking colonizer, you know? <laughs> Oh, one of them. They're all with their ethnic pride and their fucking, uh, yeah. Yeah. My my ancestors did some pretty uh, cool stuff and uh, uh, overcame some pretty amazing fucking things that I myself don't know if I could do. You're goddamn right I'm fucking proud of them. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for their efforts and their struggles. I kind of like existing. I'm very thankful for my children, who also, again, wouldn't exist if not for them. So, yeah. Yeah, I am pretty proud of it. Oh, it's re- I don't I don't care what you have to say about that. I don't. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You ain't got nothing I haven't heard. <laughs> it's true. Oh, what else did I say was going to happen? Oh, this No, okay. But, but speaking of this, speaking of this. There's a there's a liberal MP that says she thinks she's safe from Chinese interference because she's quote white and Dutch. This is how stupid they're. Oh look, another fat woman, another fat woman with a mask on. Oh look, oh, someone in the Canadian um, power apparatus has said something incredibly fucking stupid. Gee. No way, that never happens. Oh, look, it's another fat woman with a mask on. Why is this most of our leadership? Fat, dumb, entitled women. I I can't possibly be corrupted because I'm white and Dutch. You could have just said white. Um... Okay, this in itself is is some of the most simplistic, low-IQ thinking I can imagine. She thinks that she can't be influenced by or corrupted by the Chinese because she's not Chinese. Uh, You guys elected her, you know. Good job. Good job. Parliamentary secretary to the Minister of uh, International Development. Uh, says her Chinese colleagues are not as lucky and could have their lives ruined over reports that they're working for a foreign interest. Uh, yeah, it has nothing to do with being Chinese. It has everything to do with treason. Working for a foreign interest is treason. And in the previous uh, paradigm, we would shoot you in the face for that. Treason was the death penalty. They would literally line you up against a wall and a bunch of men with guns and rifles would blow you the fuck away. It is the it is probably the highest crime in the land. Treason is one of the worst things you can do. And that's what they're being accused of. That's very serious. And you're trying to boil it down to, you just don't like him because Ching Chang. Th- this is probably the most racist thing I've ever seen them say. Oh, I can't possibly be because uh, I'm, I'm white. Oh, right, because only Chinese people are susceptible to communism, right? Right? Right, big, fat, dumb. Oh, yeah, so I, so there, by that logic, the prime minister has nothing to worry about. In fact, no, none of them do. No one in the conservative party either, unless there happen to be Chinese, because the rest of them, I mean, they're white. They can't possibly. No one would ever sell their country out for money. Especially... 
they don't even know how to speak English. I mean, they're just Chinese. Oh, man. They're so dumb. I, and I said this would happen because it's true. And uh, the, the hate network at the time called me a conspiracy theorist. And I'm, oh, you just hearing this misogyny. Believe all women. Believe all women. This is Lieutenant General Danny Fortan, who had his life and career ruined. Major General, I'm sorry. Sorry, sir. You've earned it. Uh, senior military officer acquitted of sexual assault. Like I said, he would be. Sues government and the prime minister for $6 million. I hope I, that's a low number, but that's an achievable number. That's probably he actually wants that money. And that's a reasonable amount considering what they've done to him and robbed him of his career, robbed him of his posting, robbed him of his, uh, his purpose. This guy should have been the chief of defense. This guy should have been the general of the army. Like the guy. And instead, he had his reputation, life, and career turned upside down over accusations because, ah, woke and current thing and so on. And he just really wasn't a team player, you know. I have a feeling, uh, I have a feeling the General Fortan wasn't, you know, maybe a big fan of critical race theory and pronouns and bios and, you know, selling the country out to the Chinese and so on. I'm sure that had nothing to do with it. Ask the hate network. They have lots of connections into the military and know all kinds of officers and so on, just like I do. They have a much better appreciation of the fucking situation. Don't you, Evan? You fucking... Jesus Christ. He seems like one of those guys that would... You ever hear those stories? The guys have their dick, their ribs removed so they can suck their own dicks. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Major General uh, Fortan, a senior military officer, uh, was filed a $6 million lawsuit, was dropped as the lead for Canada's vaccine program in 21, has named 16 high-ranking officials in a wide-ranging suit, including the Prime Minister, Chief of Defense Staff Wayne Eyre, former Defense Minister, and former Health Minister Patty. Oh, Patty! A uh, statement of claim filed on Wednesday with the Ontario Superior Court accuses the officials of reprehensible, extreme, flagrant, and high-handed conduct and seeks $5 million in general damages, $1 million in punitive damages. Good. Good. Because it was all about destroying the military, and they've done a really good job of doing that. And now, <laughs> the guy, he's really, he's really sad about it. He laments it. Canada's top general laments. Oh, it's so it's lamentable. Yeah, gaps in defense readiness in light of the war in Ukraine. Key vulnerabilities to be addressed include the Arctic and cyber. Really, that's that's amazing. All right, get back to me with the battalion. I have a story to tell you about this. Actually, uh, this guy, old Wayne here, has been very demoralized. He sounds like a broken man, from what I'm hearing, and he recently. As of like this week, as I understand it, told one of the Patricia Battalions, an infantry battalion in Western Canada, straight up told them to get out while they can. That's what he told them in person, face to face. Get out while you can, boys. Get the fuck out while you can, which is all done. Go ask them. Ask around. I asked, I was like, which, which battalion was exactly? But he didn't get back to me, but. Now he's, and, and I believe him. I believe, I believe he said it. I, you know, these guys, they've never lied to me. Senior military and defense officials say the threats of North America faces today have never been more challenging with the war in Ukraine. Canada's defense capabilities are getting stretched and gaps becoming more apparent. No shit. Our lethality vis-a-vis -vis potential adversaries has decreased in recent years. That is a challenge writ large, he said, in response to a question on what gaps in defensive capability keep him up at night. <sighs> 
He also said Ukraine has shown us again that mass is important. The sheer number of armored vehicles that we have in our inventory has gone down over the course of the last decade or so. We're really at the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> Good. Good stuff. We're in great shape. Let's have let's talk about regime change in Russia while our top general says just get out while you can, boys. We don't even have any guns anymore. <laughs> I could go. Oklahoma, where the wind goes rolling. There it is. Is that the guy that did the vote? Oh, that was the COVID jab guy. My bad. Bringing in migrants, and we're going to have all... And we don't even have... This is in, in, in Prince Edward Island, just next door. Doctors are warning of a potential healthcare system collapse. Evan! He says the healthcare system's going to collapse just because of racist views, because of all these... Yeah, yeah, it's, it is going to... I've told you this. Now they're even telling you. Doctors and nurses are like, yep, we're on the way out. Medical Society of PEI is calling on all parties in the current election campaign to make commitments to take urgent action to save the province's healthcare system. What kind of first world country has an at-risk healthcare system? Like, we, it, it's in question. Slava, though, guys. We got a Slava and bring more people in here. We literally don't even have any doctors for the people we have. But fuck them. Fuck them. We need a virtue signal. We need a virtue signal. It's more important. It's the most important thing. If you're not virtue signaling, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, number one poo head. The number one? You're the, you're the number one. You know, when we were kids, we'd call each other poo poo heads. And I was like, I'd always wonder, like, I wonder who the number one poo head is. And, I mean, I've gotten to meet a lot of interesting people over the course of doing this, and uh, you, sir, might be the most impressive one yet. I mean, I've met some celebrities, and I think this is the number one poo head. This is overwhelming. It says, uh, there's a quote from Corneliu Zlea Codranu. Jesus, that's a mouthful. What is that, Romanian? Um, I don't know. I don't know. He says, if I had but one bullet and were, and were faced by both an enemy and a traitor, I would let the traitor have it. That's that's the right uh, yes. Because if it wasn't for that traitor, you never would have been in that position. The traitor has done more damage to you than the enemy has. The en see, because the enemy is the enemy, right? They're all, they're always, we're always going to have enemies. We're always going to have adversaries. We're always going to have obstacles. This is life. This is how the game is played. This is just how she goes, guys. It's how she, sometimes she goes and sometimes she doesn't. Sometimes this time she didn't go, boys. You know? You're going to have enemies. It's going to happen. What isn't always going to happen or needs to happen is that you have people inside your own camp that when you go to bed at night and you trust them, you take their turn. It's like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch the, uh, you know, we used to have a thing in the, in the military in Canada. We call it fire picket you know, or guard duty, shift, whatever. You know, someone is always awake, always keeping an eye on things just in case, as you do in serious situations like, you know, wars or running a country, perhaps. You know, high stakes where when you make mistakes, people die. When you, when you have a job that if you fuck up, a lot of people are going to die. You need to take that as seriously as uh, as if it were your own life. Anything less, anything less than that is like an insult to God Himself. You might as well just sell out your own soul. You're let you don't care if you hurt people. You don't care if you cause people's deaths as long as you get what you want. Have fun. Have fun with that. Um, 
So you know you have guys on you know they're they're on sentry points looking for you know incoming enemy forces. Sometimes things catch fire. You have guys to watch for fire. There's stoves and shit going. Guys are sleeping in tents with their lanterns and stuff to stay warm in the winter time. You need people got to stay awake. So you you go to sleep and you're like okay, I'm done. You wake the next guy up at three o'clock in the morning like it's your turn. You're up for the next two hours and he's like oh, okay. You go to sleep. Okay, cool. And you go to sleep and he just uh, you know goes to the front gate and opens it up and he lets the Taliban in and you all get killed. Who's worse? Out of all all three parties involved, who's worse? Your your side fighting the enemy, the enemy for fighting you, or the people that were like, yeah, but I can get something out of this personally. I can sell out my own people for me. Me! Me! Like, no. Uh, that's why. And, and everyone, you know, listening and, and hearing about it is like, if you if you were there, if you saw a situation like that play out where somebody like betrays their own their own betrays their own to the enemy for personal gain, you know, it's infuriating. Like Effie Altes in three hundred, you know, the the, the goblin guy. <laughs> that wasn't CGI. That's an that was an actual goblin communist they got to play in the movie. Very right wing, awesome, amazing movie. Three hundred, based on the Battle of Thermopylae. Very based, very epic, very awesome Battle of Thermopylae. There's a book called Gates of Hell, Gates of Fire, rather. I think Stephen Pressfield wrote that. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Uh, you learn a lot about the battle. It's like a kind of like historical fiction, I guess. They take. I mean, it was thousands of years ago, but they have like different characters and there's whole shit stories and, and, and stuff going on. It's like a novel, but it's based on a on a real thing and it gives you anyway. Betrayed, and everybody hates him, and you're, it's just a despicable, loathsome character. And the king of Sparta, uh, Leonidas, Leonidas, at the, there, he says, "I hope you live forever." Because for to a Spartan, to to those in in that mindset, in those cultures, to you don't want to live forever. The, their greatest um, honor is to die in battle, defending your women and people and your children. That's the that is the. That's an honor reserved only for certain people. Like, everything's backwards now. Now we just send peasants off to die, you know, for rich assholes. (laughs) Back in those days, the rich assholes were the ones that went to fight and protect everyone. That's why they got to be the rich assholes. Because the society was like... They literally keep us alive and protect us from death. That's why they're in charge. That's why, you know, that's why we do what they... That's why we love them, you know, good for them. And they would go out and sacrifice themselves and so on. So he tells Ephialtes that he hopes he lives forever. Live forever forever with no honor. That's rough. And, uh, you know, some of these people need to fucking live forever. Quite a lot of them. And that's what they want, you know. They do want to live forever. And yeah, France is burning down. Jeez, I went through a lot of this stuff real fast. Uh, Fisher of Men's has just logged in late, and the first word I heard was treason. <laughs> I must be in Canada. Ah, you're in the Western world, yeah. Scotian Lady says, Is that white privilege, though, to not be susceptible to influence from other races or countries, or are they implying that only BIPOC and non-whites are somehow weak and corrupt enough to fall for such treasonous acts? We'll never be woke enough. It's just weakness. Universal weakness of the human soul is the problem, and it needs to be confronted and um, beaten. Because if it's not, if that weakness isn't overcome and people, you know, acquiesce to it and they shrink away and they hide and they end up, they let the weakness take over, bad things happen. Weakness like, uh, you know, say somebody has an alcohol addiction and they get a craving, which is all it is. 
to dr- they have they they want to drink. They want to. Now what? What? Why do some of them decide to? And so, like, there's a pull to do it. And then when you allow it, what's happened is it it has come from outside and pulled you somewhere you didn't intend to go. I don't I don't mean alcoholics that love drink. I mean people that are trying to not drink. Like I don't I want I get I need it away from me. I don't want it in my life. But it's still trying to pull them in. That's that's the that's a fight. You're fighting. You're battling. And if you if you give in to it, if you allow yourself to to weaken enough that it it wins and you submit to its will, it has it's defeated you. Your, the weakness has now put you in a position you didn't want to be in. It's compromised you. And now look, now you're halfway through a bottle of rum again and you're arrested, you know, or whatever the, whatever, you know, drugs or gambling or, or whatever, whatever, whatever bad thing it is that you're tempted to buy, that you're trying to resist not doing. This is where the inner discipline comes from. This is where that, where that strength that you need to have comes from that you, that you can do that. You can just deny yourself things and you can, because you're not, you're strong enough that these kinds of things aren't, they don't run your life. You run them. And there's some, and you know, I'm, I'm sympathetic. I've, I've known a lot of people with alcohol, really serious alcohol problems, and I'm, I'm sympathetic to it. And I understand it, that um, it's something that's just, a lot of them is going to be there for a long time, maybe forever. It's always going to be there, nagging at them, trying to get them to go to the liquor store and do this kind of thing. And the fight is forever. But, but they don't do it because they're stronger than that. And I know some guys that, I mean, decades, bad alcoholics for decades, and just would start to turn around, straighten out, get their life on track, and then bang, right back into it, and everything falls apart, and they, and on and on and on. And then, but, and you think, you know, people would say, oh, they're never, oh, they're always going to be like that. Just give up. It's never going to happen. You'd be surprised. Some of those guys now have been, you know, clean and sober for years, doing better than ever. For years. For years. And so if they had submitted to that weakness, and just said, I'm never going to be capable of this. It's just, it is what it is. This is who I am. What can you do? They said, fuck that. No, I am in charge. This is my, I run this shit. These cravings and these addictions and these thoughts and these negative pulls trying to make me do that. You don't, well, then shut up. This is my fucking house. You sit when I tell you to sit. If I want to have a drink, I will. Otherwise, you're going in the fucking cupboard until I say otherwise. Capiche? Obviously, it's easier said than done than that, but that's, um, in my opinion, that's how you have to treat it. And I've, you know, you have to treat it like a fight. You have to treat it like you're fighting an enemy. And you don't give it an inch, you give it nothing. How How do you deal with an enemy in a life and death struggle on a battlefield? You win when he's dead. And no, and not before. You don't shoot at each other a little bit and go, hey, maybe we should just hang out or... Turn your back and take a knife in the in the kidney. No, man. No, that, that thing in your head that's telling you to do these horrible things and wants you to do this bad shit, it wants you dead. It likes it. It's like if you're a religious person, 
Um, if you know, I'll explain the same thing from another angle. That that feeling, that calling, those that that urge to do this and that, that's the devil. That's evil. That that is an energy, a malevolent enemy force that's trying to pull you away from positivity, away from forward, upward, you know, momentum, away from bettering yourself, away from your friends and family, away from who you want to be. It's pulling you somewhere else, somewhere worse, somewhere negative, somewhere dark. It's evil. You fucking as soon as you need to identify that. That's the first thing you got to do. Oh, there's that fucking feeling again. There's those thoughts again. That's not you. Understand that. That isn't you. That's not your thoughts. These aren't your feelings. You go, I feel like this and I feel this. No, it's not. It's not you. It's an enemy infiltrator. You can let's go to the pagan people. The answer to it's an it's a demonic spirit that you're infested with is trying to make doesn't matter the point is inside your head you need to understand that this is something that you that is it isn't part of you that just dictates what you do you can control it you can take control of it and ignore it and live your life the way you want to you're not you're not a slave to any of this stuff but i mean that's the philosophy and the teachings of strong people you're not going to see any of that coming out of cbc out of canada and out of any of these places you're going to see, just accept everything. Let's legalize all drugs. Let's cut off the dicks of children. Everybody's obese. Like, wee! Oh, well. Who's looking out for you? I mean, I don't, I don't <laughs> feel compelled to do any of this. I do it because I like it, and I feel like, you know, I've... If people can benefit and, and, and take something positive from my life experiences I can share with them, it would be a crime not to. At least I'm not up here, you know, telling people to fucking, here's how you can win playing poker. You know, here's here's how you can submit to gambler. <laughs> you know, I could be doing a lot of things. Um, I can think of a hundred other things I'd rather be doing, but hey. Uh uh, Blam says, gaps? <laughs> gaps! Those aren't gaps we have in our armed forces. It's literally the Grand Canyon. From where we are now to even respectable, especially with all of our woke global homo soldiers. It's bad, dude. It's really bad. Man on the Mountain says, no country can survive being ruled by people who hate it. Tucker Carlson said that. He's right. Because uh, why would it? Your nation and your people are built, maintained, and fueled, and pushed forward into the future by love. Your love of yourself, of your identity, of your past, acceptance of everything that you are, good and bad. The good things you've done, the bad things you've done, you, it, 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 you are who you are, it is what it is. You need to accept it, understand it, and learn from it, and be proud of the, of the fucking things that you were able to accomplish and do, and your ancestor that, that had as well, and, and use that as fuel to go, and we're going to even do better next time, in the future. I'm going to do the best I can, and my sons are going to do me a little bit better than I have, and their sons are going to do a little bit better than them, and we just go on and on like this. Why? Because of, of for love for the whole thing and what we're doing and, and, and what we're able to build and create and the people we can you know, lift up. We can lift up. We can do better. We can build. We can look forward. None of them are doing any of this. It's all, it's all tear down. Cancel. Censor. Erase. Ban. That's what the other side wants to do. They want to erase, tear down, censor, and ban. Cancel. Bury. You know, whitewash. Make everything just a series of browns and grays. And we're the bad guys. You know, 
I was there again. That's again this because they're consumed with the spirit of evil, which can only destroy. It can only corrupt and destroy that which already exists. Evil cannot create anything. Evil cannot create anything. Love creates things. Love of an idea, a love of a, of a of a passion of some kind of right. That's where inventions, creations, forward progression comes from is positive feelings of, of, of love and aspir- and hope and so on. Negative feelings of hatred and toxic fucking rah, tears down, destroys, cancels, silences, imprisons, all this kind of shit. It's, and that's what it is. Jenstein says, you've helped me cut down big time. Appreciate it. Well, I'm glad to hear it. <laughs> Ghost Rider says, I love lamp. He's on Rumble. It's a good, is, it a, is it a good lamp? What kind of lamp is it? What else is going on? How much time do we got? Okay, lots actually. Lots actually. These are long streams. So I gotta start slowing these down. You know. Here's another example I was just talking about. Um, <laughs> according to the Heritage Department, which is anything but, it's the Heritage Destruction Department. Canadian museums are a colonial and are colonial institutions, and the museums must understand decolonization, destruction of history, and embrace technology to grow and maintain digital collections while mitigating the threats of climate change and natural disasters. This person should be in a hospital. Uh, hmm. Oh, my God. Do, do I dare play this? Is this an ad or is this part of a... Oh, this is part of... Why is this January 6th? What does that have to do with anything? I thought it was going to be about this. For many years, museums have decided what to acquire, what to exhibit, and whose stories to tell. Through these actions, museums contributed to the exclusion of voices that the mainstream media of the day did not wish to acknowledge. People of color, people with disabilities, immigrants to the entire alphabet plus community, religious minorities, official blah, minority, even people of different economic status, everybody but white people. Yes, we know. Yes, we know. Very important. Why, you know, there wasn't any museums about, well, it was 99%, you know. Do you think there's lots of, uh, you think there's lots of museums of, like, you know, Anne of Green Gables in Japan? Because it's not Japanese. It's not, it's not them. That's why it's not there. Nobody's stopping them from doing, well, what about this tiny minority of people? Nobody's stopping them from building a museum. They can do whatever they want. But they don't. They just want this one. Tort- we want this canceled and this buried and this erased and this censored. And we're going to put our own shit in its place. They can't create. They can only destroy. Oh, Biden. And yeah. And we're, you know, we're a laughingstock. And we're now Canada's on the sidelines again. The United States, Britain, and Australia are moving ahead on a new security deal in the face of, you know, expanding Chinese influence. And guess who wasn't invited? Canada. Because we're not a serious country. And, um, you know, because uh, this guy actually, I didn't even finish the, the, finish the clip. I didn't delete it, did I? Nope. Well, they don't want anything to do with us. They actually, they, focus, they, they know we're a security risk. Canada is a security risk and can't be trusted. As far as our allies are concerned, we're a vassal state of the Chinese. Isn't that nice? So uh, this has been going on for the last 40 years, from Mr. Mulroney all the way to Mr. Trudeau today. Every prime minister has been, uh, has been compromised at one point or another by those agents of influence. 
every prime minister, you say, has been compromised every by those agents? Prime every prime minister. Every government, every office was compromised. And when we brought the, the warning, nobody listened. That is quite the assertion to make, um, sir. How much do you think, considering that, is this a security risk for Canadians? It is a phenomenal security risk because basically you can ask yourself the question, who's really running the country? Is it a foreign entity or is it our government? And this is the problem that we are currently facing is that we have been neglecting. And at, at the end of the day, we might need an independent body to investigate properly what is going on currently. Uh, not a question of finding the culprit in the past, but definitely trying to take the measures today in order to protect ourselves for the futures. And we need to sort of inspire ourselves from some action that were taken, like, for example, in 2017 in Australia, they uh, uh, vote for a, a, a law against foreign interference. We need that kind of tools to be capable to enforce some kind of protection. And as the whistleblower was saying, some form of accountability as well. And I just want to circle back to what you just said, because uh, that was quite the allegation. I just would like you perhaps to go into detail about how you would know that every, as you said, prime minister has been affected by this. How, can you give us some, some evidence behind that assertion? I cannot go uh, and give evidence at this point uh, uh, because it would be too sensitive. I don't think it is the right uh, venue to give the evidence at this point. But definitely I can say we had evidence the proof is, is that you have somebody today that gave and leaked very important documents supporting what, what uh, uh, basically I'm, I'm telling today. And we have way back documents coming back from the mid-90s that sort of proved also that kind of situation. Uh, I think it is to be investigated by the proper uh, uh, body that will be independent and accountable to the public, basically, because we need now to be capable to assure that future government will not fall into the same groove and rep replicate what the previous governments have been doing. All right, so we will be watching for that. But we do know that, Michelle, you will be appearing in front of a special committee this week. Can you give us a sense of what you're going to say? Basically, we'll be in the same, the, in the same perspective. And I'll be offering also some uh, options of, and, and action that needs to be taken if we are serious at protecting our uh, democracy, but definitely what needs to be we done aren't. is to put the kind of framework and accountability system that will prevent any temptation, because this is what happened at the end. This is the temptation that the otherwise known as weakness, the weakness, the internal uh, spiritual, mental, the weakness of the heart and the soul of this country has compromised us all. It's put us all at risk. And uh, they couldn't they couldn't help themselves. They couldn't say no because they were too weak. And now we're all going to pay the price for it. The previous government uh, led themselves to let certain situation evolve to the point where they were manipulated. OK, Michelle, we'll leave it there for now. Former CSIS senior intelligence. Oh, what does he know? What does he know? The concert. Listen, guys, the conservatives have real problems. All right. We're, we need more rights for uh, what did he say? There's people in other countries that are gay and people don't like it. Oh my God, they're oppressed, you guys. We need more of this stuff. And this book was on a stand. I'd like to read you a page. Oh, what's it, what do you got, fella? Hips as I ask if we should take off, take our clothes off. 
and he's saying yes before I finish my sentence. He's pulling off my t-shirt, laughing when I can't undo his shirt buttons. He's undoing my belt. I'm reaching into his bedside drawer for a condom. We're kissing again. We're rolling over. Obviously, you can see where this is going. I don't know if it's because we're feeling especially emotional or just tired. No, there's no child grooming, guys. It's just a, it's just a, what is he, nine? He's about the age of my son. Just, just checking out porn from his school library is where he got this. Or these past couple of weeks have been too much. But this reminds me so much of the first time we had sex. We were both fucking terrified. And the whole thing was kind of terrible. Sixth grade. We didn't know what... Sixth grade? Nice. We were doing. But it was good too. So good. Because we were a mess of emotions. And we were scared and excited. Mm. And everything felt... And, and it's, it's gay sex that he's describing as well, by the way. New. So this sort of thing... This sort of feels like that. Nick touches me like he's scared of that any minute. Now, this book was at my middle school, and it was on a stand. When I rented it out to show my dad it, uh, the librarian asked if I wanted more and if I wanted a graphic novel version. Oh! There's the graphic novel version that we've seen uh, going around. You know, there's no grooming going on, though, guys. It's not real. It's just love is love, age is just a number, and we should lower the age of consent. Right? Right, commies? Right? It's too bad we couldn't have this in elementary school. Why not kindergarten? So I'm that kid's father. <laughs> yeah, I'll take another three. Does he have a name? <laughs> I'm that kid's dad. How many kids do you have? <laughs> so I'm, uh, yeah, that kid's father. I have, oof. I have six ex-wives and a lot of kids. I mean, I'm a mess, dude. But that's definitely one of mine in any way. <laughs> just teasing. That's just a funny way. Wouldn't you say, like, uh, that I am Zach's father or Jeffrey's father, whoever that was just, just up there. Just have a name. We didn't name them. We didn't care to name them because there's so many. We don't give them names until they're at least 18 and they can work in my salt mine so I can put them to good, put them to work. They've earned a name now. That they could pay taxes in my factory. no, Because they always die before then, so I'm like, you know, there's no point in naming them. You just put them in the mass grave I have outside, you know, next to the salt mine. <laughs> you got to inject some levity into this because we're talking about uh, people, you know, grooming children into child porn. So, you know, it's pretty dark stuff, guys. So I'm... That kid's oh, father. Okay, good. I was asking for you. Yeah, I'll take another three minutes. So that's my son, okay. 11 years old, and went to his library and found that by the entry door of our library, this is the smut that he is finding, all right? I don't care whether it's gay, straight, bisexual, whatever the terms are for all this stuff doesn't need to be at our school doesn't need to be at my 11 year old's library and then as far as gender queer i've got a son in the high school as well and this is bullshit oh more more grooming oh look at that check it out nice good good Now, none of this would even need to be talked about 
if they had done their jobs, if they had done their jobs, and when someone said, hey, let's start doing whatever, insert, whatever, current thing, global, homo, psycho, self-destructive, toxic, whatever it is, it should it should have been strangled in the crib. It should never have made it out of its infancy. Those kinds of ideas need to be, you know, ripped out root and stem right at the beginning. Absolutely not. Nope. And instead, because they didn't want to have a confrontation, they didn't want to fight about it, they didn't want to be called names, like, oh, well, we'll just kind of... Uh the, the, the fake conservatives are only a few years. Uh, they're not even. two. Are they two years, three years behind the liberals now? Whatever the liberals are doing now, the conservatives are going to be doing in two years. Three years, maybe. And they act like they're, you know, going to do... They're not going to do shit about anything. Have they done their job? We wouldn't even be in this position. That that father would be at home, probably doing what he'd rather be doing, watching hockey, you know, hanging out with his wife or something, but instead he has to go to this fucking school to deal with, why are my children be, being given porn exactly? Why is my 11-year-old coming home with gay porn from school? Well, you're never going to hear that from Cost of Milk, man, because uh, they're all about that stuff. They like it. They like it. They're all about it. Because to oppose that is hate. It's hate. It's hate. So I guess I have to do that inward thinking thing again. Do I hate child grooming? Do I hate pedophiles? Do I hate predators? Do I hate traitors? Do I hate communists? Do I hate liars? Yeah! Reverend Jazz says, I have a dream protesting a pride parade. The kilted SDG Highlander Reserve's pipe band chases me with drums, pipes, rusty C7s, and a decommissioned howitzer until they wheeze into my ancestors' ghosts. <laughs> Dr. Jenstein says, counter it with real men shit. Monster trucks and gun rage. Yes. Yes. Sick of your lives. Jason, what? Sustainable development goals. Come back. <laughs> we just we just want to give you a green new agenda. We just want to destroy fossil fuels entirely and have no fossil fuels because it's destroying the environment because otherwise we'll have no planet in a year. We're all going to be dead in 10 minutes if you don't sign this right now saying we're never going to use oil again. It's very important. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, what else is going on? Oh, France is on fire. That's cool. Well, this was relevant to what I was just talking about. Elon Musk says we shouldn't allow severe, irreversible surgery or sterilizing drugs. Oh, look! More 
fat <laughs> feminist commie women. I'm noticing a pattern. Called out Democratic Lieutenant Governor of Minnesota for making comments about transgender surgeries on kids being life-saving health care. Uh-huh. Um, protect trans kids. This is life-affirming and life-saving care. When our children tell us who they are, it's our jobs and scrumps to listen and believe them. That's what it means to be a good parent. Wrong. To be a good parent means to do what's uh, best for your children long-term for the rest of their lives, provide them with the tools and ex- and everything they need to successfully navigate this world and stand tall and strong on their own two feet. Children um, don't know anything. They trust you as their parents to teach them the ways of the world um, so that they don't die, so that they survive and they thrive and they do well. Now, if a child who, again, doesn't know what the anything, says, I think I'm that. Blah, blah. No, no, Scotty, you're nine. You're nine years old. You're not a girl. You're nine. And you don't know what the hell you're talking about. No, I really think I'm a female. Really? How's your endocrine development going? My what? Exactly. Shut up. Listen to your father. Okay. <laughs> they treat like everything is something. This, this fucking, these, these, uh, this medical field has just become like God to these people. Whatever it says, do it. Doesn't matter how many drugs they, they jam into your kids. Doesn't matter how much uh, what the rates of autism are. What are they up to now? Five thousand percent more than they used to be in the sixties. Something like one in five kids is autistic now. Some crazy number. It's it's great or one in twenty. Something insane. It used to be one in a thousand or one in four thousand. Now it's like one in twenty five or something. Projected to be like one in five at the current pace if it keeps going over however, however many more years. I don't know. Oh, and then we got them all addicted to Ritalin because ADHD was a thing. Oh, man, boys won't sit still in school. What else is new? Well, we can we can give them meth. We can give them all meth. Everybody knew these companies and these, uh, this industry was, was crooked and just benefiting and profiting off of your sickness. They don't want healthy people. Healthy people don't need doctors. Healthy people don't need medication. Healthy people don't need any of that stuff because they're healthy. Doctors and hospitals and, and therapists and care and all the shit. You're, that's where you go when you're when you're all fucked up. And they're doing everything they can to push as many people into that into that cast of society of all fucked up as possible, so that they can maximize their profits. And then you have useful idiots like this who believe because they're very low IQ, they're not very smart, and they say we're saving lives. They they use the um, you know pulling on the heartstrings propaganda phrases. Love is love. The shit like this. They believe it. They're incapable of thinking past the surface. And they just adopt this and then become married to it like fanatics. And then end up waging this war on behalf of pharmaceutical companies, on, on behalf of billionaires so they can make more money. And the victims are children. Monsters. And uh, where's where's the uh, conservative establishment to oppose them? Well, well, they're, they don't want to be called racist, so they're they're going to be fine with um, having more and more and more children subjected to an ideology of which has a over fifty percent suicide attempt rate, the highest I think in the world. I think it's the highest in the world, and it's not because of people not exi- there's more there, there's more of this shit now than ever than ever in history. It's everywhere, everywhere you go. 
They're just not being accepted. You've never jammed more of this shit down people's throats than ever in history. It's crazy and it's exploding. It's all over TikTok. It's all it's insane. What's that Mulvaney? How, and how many of these these fucking TikTok characters just turn? Oh, look, another child rapist. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Yeah, let, let's. Yeah, we're protecting kids. We're protecting kids by subjecting them to a cast of society that is riddled with pedophiles, riddled with sex pests and criminals, has a over 50% suicide attempt rate, has a, an incredibly high rate of uh, is very serious mental illnesses, drug problems, domestic violence. Yes, let's, let's teach kids more about it. Let's make sure they get them in there because we're protecting them. We're not grooming them. We're protecting them from being healthy because the masters that pull our strings don't want they 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 want to keep making money so it's you know see how she goes guys all right swindlers list <laughs> i don't know what you guys are talking about in there but that's funny uh all right talked about that we're almost done we're almost done early <laughs> save that one for the end i guess we'll go into france as well and i don't know what it is about we talked about this the other night i'm not sure what it could be but possibly that perhaps even the diet and this is another reason why you know fitness and everything is so important if you don't know europe is like on fire there's like they're very close to civil war in france like very close it could happen anytime um, they've been doing nothing but ruling that place like an authoritarian dictatorship for the last five years or more. Um, the yellow vest, um, protest, this is where it started. You remember when that was going on? If you've been with me that long, this is where the yellow vest, uh, riots and everything started. They were dragging guillotines around in the streets and so on. Um, and it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Uh, of course, all the Twitter, uh, sucks. This is the 16th. This is kind of old, but. So, so what's what makes French men different than Canadian men? Why are there so many French men? Oh, well, they're not nearly as fat and lazy. So that could be possible. So it's like, why aren't people... Because we're literally fat and lazy slobs that can't even be bothered to take physically take care of ourselves. What makes you think that they're going to be motivated to go out and take care of the rest of the country and the people around them? They don't even take care of themselves. So that's why I'm telling you guys, this, this physical fitness thing, it's not a luxury. It's not like a nice to have. Like something like, well, I, I would be nice if I was in shape, but it's not. No, it's fucking required. It's required. It's like water and air and food for you to be a healthy, functional, upright person. It's required. The French president has used a special constitutional power to pass a controversial bill through the National Assembly. Now, they moved the retirement age up a couple of years, right? But it's just another example of them just doing whatever they want. There's no votes. There's no nothing. And they just do whatever the hell they want. And people are sick of it, man. You won't see this happen here, not anytime soon, anyway. Look at them all. 
Like if we're if we're gonna start taking care of ourselves and we're gonna start taking care of this uh, situation, we have to start. Yeah, it have to start. It has to start with you. It has to start with the individual. You have to start uh, with yourself. And if you can't muster the energy and and the commitment to notice that, like, I'll use the airplane analogy. You know, they tell you when an airplane is crashing. Um, before you assist the person next to you with their oxygen mask, it's pointless. You're going to die anyway. <laughs> but before you assist the, your, or your child or whoever it is with their oxygen mask, you put yours on first. Because if you're not even able to function properly because you're fucking suffocating, you're not going to be any help to anybody. So the first thing, if you want to help, if you, uh, you really want to help, the first thing you need to do is get your shit together. Everything else is a waste of time because everything else is based off of that. That is the that is the foundation of your spirit. And if the foundation of your spirit is is weak and soft and rotten and compromised, how you know the further down the road that as 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 the, and it will this, all of this is going to get harder. All of this is going to continue. It's going to get crazier. And we're going to get dragged into deeper and deeper and deeper water here. So you have to prepare yourself for that. And, uh, you know, sitting around eating cheese and just shitting on people on the internet all day, uh, you're not really, (laughs) it's not really valuable to anybody. You know, it's not really going to do anything. So they're just uh, acting like dictators over there, doing whatever they want. The government has emphasized the need for pension reforms to ensure the sustainability of the pension system for the next 10 years. Well, because there's a deficit of $10 billion. Maybe you don't uh, move in millions of people from across the world that your taxpayers then have to foot the bill for as those people go around and, you know, mass murder the population. How many French terrorist attacks has there been? I mean, there was some crazy ones, right? There was a lot. There was Charlie Hebdo, there was Nice, there was the Bataclan Theater, there was a lot of this. So not only just the monetary aspect, not only clogging up the healthcare system, not only, not only, not only, we're going to pay for it, but we're also going to murder you and kill you in the streets, and you're going to pay for it, and you're going to like it, and you're going to love it, and if you say no, you're a Nazi. This is the, this is the people we're dealing with, and that, that's how reasonable they are. They're not. They're, they're scum and they're criminals. Let's see. All my fucking uh, pages are twisting around here. Am I on the right page? Perhaps. Jensen says, everything has eroded so fast. Well, we we will never trust or forgive them again. Good luck with that. That's another, that's right. Um, and how can we? Like, we, we can't continue. Something has to change. We can't go on like this because the people in power... Can't be trusted. They have no moral authority to rule anyone. They have no moral authority to tell anybody anything. What I said earlier, that's the whole point of putting someone in charge. That's why we have lead. That's the whole point of having a leader. Why do we even have any? What do we need them for? Well, because decision points come along. Uh, and we need people to manage those and what to do and what not to do. And not only do they need to be intelligent. Most importantly of all, they need to be morally upright, of moral character. They need to be the good guys. They need to be good people that are looking out for us, that are making the right decisions on everyone's behalf long term. And we don't have that at all. The number one most critical fundamental requirement to having leadership in public public affairs and public space is apparently not even on the table. It's nowhere to be seen. Uh, They don't care.
What's most important to them is virtue signaling and how many people of color you can bring to your rally. How many brown guys with turbans you can get to stand behind you for a photo op so that you'll be accepted by the voters in Brampton. That's where your head's at. That's what you're thinking about as all of this is going on. As all of this is going on, children are being given porn in schools. Uh, smaller toddlers are being dragged around to strip shows. Men in G-strings are swinging their dicks around. More people are dying of the... Uh, well, PP's going to sue the pharmaceutical company. Oh, is he suing the pharmaceutical companies for what? Oh, the opioid crisis. Really? Well, most of the deaths from the opioid crisis are from fentanyl. And guess where fentanyl comes from? Beijing. A lot of it's coming from China. No one will talk about that. Uh, it's just smoke and mirrors to make you believe. And they, they say, oh, he's suing the pharmaceutical companies. You must not like them. That's not even going to happen. Sue them for what? How? When? How is it their fault? This is just noise. This is just noise to try and calm down the inevitable, which is inevitable. It's not. We're not going anywhere. We're only getting bigger. All that's happening is more people are noticing that we are right. And eventually, the truth is inescapable, and it will grind you down until you have no choice but to submit to it, because it's like trying to say you're just going to sit there on, on, on like a, the face of a cliff and just stare at the horizon, and like, no, it's never going to be daytime. It's never going to happen. Oh, just because you can see a little bit of it. No, it's, it is happening. You have no choice. What's true is true. I don't care. You you can, uh, and the reason that it's not working anymore is because it's affecting too many people. Back in the early days, in the 90s, the 2000s, and so, it didn't affect nearly as many people. So the vast majority of the population were content to disregard things like we're talking about now and say, that's just crazy nonsense talk because I've never seen or heard any of that nonsense in my life. He's just, there's just, these are guys who just like to be mad about stuff. You know, that's the kind of thing. Remember those days? It's not happening anymore, is it? Everything we've been talking about for years is now all entering the consciousness, the 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 international consciousness of the Western uh, man and woman walking around. It's all starting to make sense. They're all starting to see it for what it is, and it's inescapable. There's no going back. And they're in the early stages of where I was 10 years ago. All you have to do is notice once. You just know, like, um, I used to compare it to, like, uh, like you've got a brand new, let's say you rent an apartment. You can rent an apartment and you can live there for a long time. You can live there for years. Five years, ten years. You can be there for a long time. And then one day, for whatever reason, maybe just where you're standing, maybe you were moving a bookshelf. For, you notice that there's a small tear in the wallpaper. And there seems to be something behind it that's a different color. When you get closer to take an inspection and just kind of peel it back a little bit, it almost looks like there's a different kind of wallpaper beneath the one that's on top. Well, curiosity uh, gets the better of you. You kind of pull it back a little bit and it starts to reveal, it almost looks like there's some artwork under here. Interesting. And over on the other side of the apartment, on a totally different wall, look, there's some over here too. And it, it's starting, is every wall of this apartment covered in, yes. And once you start picking at this wallpaper and tearing it apart, what are you going to do? Go back to like not noticing it, not knowing it, it. Oh, it's not there. I'm just going to pretend it's not there. There's an entire 
mosaic masterpiece of a mural painted on all of the walls of this apartment. The truth. This is the metaphor I'm using. This is the real, the truth of the world you live in. It's all around you all the time, and it's just barely hidden by a thin veneer of wallpaper, and all it takes is just one per. All it takes is a person to notice and then just start peeling, and then once they start, it never ends. They can take breaks. They can walk away for a while, but the pieces they've peeled stay peeled forever, and they can't unsee what they've seen. The truth is the truth. It's indestructible, and it is inevitable. And people see it, and they have access to it, and too many people like me know what's going on. Too many people are talking. Too many people have seen it for what it is. And too many people know that everything that they say, these fucking talking heads say, is a complete lie, is a complete piece of shit lie. Because, uh, again, how many people now, millions of people now, have had their lives turned upside down, destroyed, because of them, because safe and effective, because current thing, because George Floyd, because whatever the fuck, they just, they got too greedy and they went everywhere with it. They wanted to wallpaper the whole fucking world. Couldn't be satisfied with what they had. They had to keep going. Chet Chisholm says the inquiry on the weekend went really well. I'm truly humbled by all the kind words and thanks I received. Big thanks to Morgan for all her help and for being such a tremendous friend through this. Well, that's very nice of you. Chet, Morgan, I think she's probably in the chat somewhere. Somewhere. Oh, I keep losing all of my pages. Uh, Reverend Chad says, family made it to Vermont. Family made it to Vermont to ski unvaccinated after three years. No questions at the border. They took from uh, they they took that from us for nothing. Never forgive the pension surfing commie fags. No fear. We won. We are winning and we're going to continue to win. Everything we said uh, was true and has continued to be proven true every day. People aren't leaving these spaces. They are joining them year after year. Bigger, more people, louder, year after year after year. And it scares the shit out of them. Scares the shit out of the other side, and they should be afraid. They're totally fucked. They have absolutely no chance of winning. There's nothing they can do. They're just in a mad dash and scramble to censor, suppress, bury, hide, and it's never going to work. It never has worked. There's nothing you can do. You know? And, um... People are going to keep joining our side. Uh, where's this Milgram? Okay, this mil- okay, hang on. One last thing I wanted to get into here. Hmm. That's no, not the. No, I'm not the one I'm looking for. Not the Milgram experiment. Uh, but that is that is a good one. Where they had a uh, student and a tester and a learner in the uh, basically on a frightening amount of people. Long story short, sub, uh, submit to the just doing my job thing where the instructors would uh, instruct them to electroshock the other person in the other room who is an actor to lar- larger and larger and larger levels until there was a very blatantly obvious danger, potentially fatal level. And the instructor would say, yeah, just just do that. Fuck him. doesn't matter. He'll be fine. Most people just do it because someone else told them it was OK and they're incapable of, of making these decisions or just out of weakness. They're too weak and they're not going to uh, stand up to that. But the one I was thinking of was it's uh, it wasn't the st- it wasn't wasn't that wasn't Milgram, basically, yeah. Here's what <laughs> state of the art, very high tech, very you know. Don't try this at home. This is some, <laughs> this is some, this is some Microsoft Paint stuff. All right, is that a straight line? Uh, whatever. I want the uh, I want the boxes. This is what I wanted. Yeah, this is what I want. Okay. So we get that one. 
two, three, four. So I'm going to have four lines here. Actually, I'm going to make this one a little bit bigger. This experiment here, they would put into a uh, classroom, classroom setting, and you'd have a bunch of actors again, and you'd have a handful of uh, actual test subjects. And the instructor, in this case, me, uh, would say, which to the class, which of these four lines, and this is the this is the power to demonstrate the power of conforming to the herd. This is what weak people do. Weak people need to conform to the herd because they're unsure of themselves. They don't have the self-confidence. They don't have that inner fucking power to face down two people, a room of people, the entire fucking planet if it needs to be. They don't have it in them. Because they've been, you know, weak and they they haven't hardened themselves, I guess. So the teacher, you know, would he's got four lines: one, two, three, four. Which one is the biggest? Which one's the tallest? They would say. One, two, three, four. Which one's the tallest? And the actors in the class, they would say, now who thinks line number one is the tallest? Clearly, we can all see that it is, right? And you know, the test subjects, they put their hands up and they look around and no one else is. There's only five or six of them putting their hands up, you know. Actually, I think they might have done it in the reverse order. But then they get to this line or this line, like this number four here. So who thinks this one is the, is the biggest one? The entire room puts their hands up except for the five or six test subjects. Clearly it's not. This one's obviously bigger than that one. Then they do it again. And the people conform. They all eventually unanimously decide that this one, this is the this is the tallest column, number four. Number four is the tallest. Even though we can all see it isn't. But because of the pressure that the herd was exerting on the minority of those few people holding out with reality that saw the wallpaper over here, they pressured them into conforming, into agreeing with the lie. Because they were uncomfortable being outside the herd. That's how powerful that is. And that's what's been done to all of you. That's what's been done to all of us for the past three years by these people. And now they want your votes. And uh, by the way, it sounds like the government of Canada is going to try to launch an election to avoid the consequences of this this probe, this Chinese probe thing here they're going to do. So we might have an election here very soon. And the liberals are going to win again. And it's not going to matter. It doesn't matter anyway. It won't matter who wins. Fundamentally, it won't matter. The migrations will continue. The wars will continue. The censorship will continue. The porn in the schools will continue. The disarmaments will continue. The uh, online censorship will continue. The expansion of police state power and surveillance will continue. It was the fucking conservatives that started it in the first place with the nightmare war that I showed you. 20 years later, we started. It was predicated, based, it's Genesis, bombing the living shit out of civilians. That's how we started business with these people back in 2002 and three that's how they that's how they kicked things off let's just start illegally bombing foreign countries full of people who had nothing to do with any of this shit but we all believe that column number four is the tallest even though five or six of us can clearly see column number four uh wasn't even hit by a plane and somehow collapsed on its own and we can't understand (laughs) nope just conform 
Just conform. It was Osama bin Laden, and that's why we have to bomb Baghdad. And because Iran is awful and Israel's our greatest ally. Anyone that uh, doesn't agree with this uh, is expelled from school. So check the box that says column number four is the tallest, and we can move on. That's how it works, and that's what they do. Um, Billy Bob says, sorry I'm late, but glad to see you back on the existential crisis box thing. Yeah, we're all, well, just about to pack it in here. Uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. And Jenstein says, AED machines are expensive. Actually looked into it. I guess my Cirque wife is going in the tub as I throw a toaster in. Now Jenstein's going to murder his wife. I, I, I have nothing to do with this. Don't question me on this. You know, CSIS is watching everything. They'll stick up for me. They know. I had no part to this. I had nothing. I have nothing to say about this. Jake, am I late to the party? Yes, I'm. I'm leaving very soon. It's been three hours, almost, very nearly. We got to shut this down. I can't remember what the hell I was just talking about. Um, let's see. I may actually. That's not what I wanted. Is this the one I wanted? Yeah. So you're going to start seeing more of this, more and more and more of this. I think this is, I'm pretty sure this is the United Kingdom. The leaders, they, they can't answer questions. They don't answer questions ever. Um, and they're all the same. They're all unified against it. And ordinary people are getting to the point where they're just, they're showing up at these, this wasn't happening five years ago, guys. Parents weren't coming to these town halls and fucking giving it to these school boards. People weren't showing up at town halls and attacking their, their uh, you know, representatives. And it's just getting crazy across the board. And now they're like, we need to just stop the misinformation and the censorship, okay? We need to censor these people and we need to, it's, we're not going anywhere. None of these people are going anywhere. You have to answer for this. And the answer is, you all need to be fired and removed, investigated and prosecuted for what you've done. Okay? And uh, shit like I'm about to play and show you, this is just the beginning. It's just going to continue, and you love to see it. you love to see it! Okay, thank you, Viv. We've got the gentleman standing there, and then there's a gentleman over the back there waving his uh, black cap. Or Okay, thank you. Hi, uh, my name's Wesley Russell. It's a very telling that a lot of the conversation tonight seems to be around the hotel, um, but... If, let's not beat around the bush, okay? Everybody, I think, can agree with me that the biggest concern is uh, everybody's welfare and safety. Now, don't take us for fools when you say that these people are refugees. We know they are illegal migrants. If these people were refugees, what are they fleeing from? It's very telling that we're never told what they are fleeing from. What the wars are they fleeing from? What countries? And the people are clapping. You know, things they don't do when these lying talking heads talk. Are they coming from? What are they fleeing? What persecution? We don't know. So we know that they're by definition illegal immigrants, which technically makes them criminals and they should be treated as such. They shouldn't be put up in five-star hotels. They should be in cells and they should be told they are not leaving until they pay for their ticket back. So my question to you is, not where are you going to shift them to in a year's time, how are you going to remove them from the country? And don't give me an excuse that, oh, there's the UN uh, refugee document that we signed, or it's the European Court of Human Rights. We voted for Brexit. This is supposed to be a sovereign country. You could easily withdraw from any of those agreements, but you don't. Your party has failed time and time again. In 2010, David Cameron said he was going to get immigration down. 
How did that work out? We've got higher levels than Tony Blair, and it was his intention to flood this okay, country with you, migrants on purpose. Thank These you, people, not all of them. Oh, oh, wait. A fat feminist woman is trying to cancel him now. Okay. But some of them are going to go on to commit okay, egregious sir. crimes. Sir. Rape, theft, sir, murder, and... Sir. There was a reason why the other day there was that ruckus in Kirksby. And we all know why it was, because a migrant was harassing a young girl. That is going to happen in Dunstable. It's going to happen in every single part of... She's scared. I need to ask you to stop now. You're saying that she lives in a world of lies and this guy has come in and he's just ripping the... That's exactly what's happening. I'm going to finish this off right. The country, Please, you need you to, stop to stop this sir. now or you're going to have a serious problem on your hands. Sir, Thank you. Ask your question. Okay. That guy, whoever he is, that is the, that's the that's the leader in the room. All of those people were clapping in, in for everything that he said. Everything he said was true. And this woman is scared and like, I need this. I don't know. Ah, because he basically kicked the door in of her apartment and went, what are you doing? And just started ripping the wallpaper down everywhere. And she's, oh my God, stop that. No, this is for your own good. This is for your own fucking good. This has to happen. And this is going to keep happening. And guys like that, like, you know, I guarantee he had a shitload of support locally. So here, and here's how that works as well. I had to, I, you know, when I first, first time I ever decided to say or do anything, um, I was pretty much expecting a massive amount of backlash, a lot of angry fucking, oh, but I was like, but I don't care because I'm angry and I'm, I'm going to say this and I, I'm tired of, you know, going through one remembrance day after the other, knowing it was all for nothing. And all these guys are, you know, it's fucking hard to live with. I'm telling you. And we're gonna send Omar Khadr, a member of the Taliban, on a speaking tour. We're gonna we're gonna put him up on a hero's pedestal in Halifax, where I lived, <laughs> you know, 15 minutes away. And uh, at the same time, we're we're actually cutting hundreds of millions of dollars from veterans programs and closing veterans affairs offices. I was just like, okay, this is fucking this is enough, right? I go out there, do that viral video, millions of views, five, six, seven million views, whatever. And I was like, well, I'm going to be in a lot of trouble tomorrow. I go to bed and I get up. And yeah, you know what? The media, well, they didn't want to stay there and recognize or say anything about me at all. They were just hiding. Uh, later, it would become, you know, the, the hate network. It would, you know, attack you and say all these kinds of things. And yeah, they will. Now, especially these days, the media will attack you and, and come after you. But who are they? Oh, well, the media doesn't like you. Oh, do they not? Oh, the media that covers up for uh, child prostitution, sex trafficking, warmongering, you know. Oh, those people don't like me? Oh, let me sit in my bed and cry about it. Oh, the fucking people that perfect, protect pedophiles don't like me. Oh, Jesus Christ, what am I going to do? What I was not expecting, what I didn't, could not believe, was that I had, it took me three days and I answered every single one, every single email and message that I got that was on all of my social media, which at the time was tiny. And like, it was thousands and thousands and thousands of, of people saying, thank you for saying what I've wanted to say for years. And I guarantee you that guy's experiencing the exact same thing. And that's just going to keep happening. That's just going to keep happening. And that's going to be confirmation to him that he's on the right track. And people want him. People want people like that to tell the truth and say it out loud in public, proudly, with your fucking face uncovered, unafraid, demonstrating that I am not going anywhere. This is what it is. This is the truth. And I will proudly stand with both of my feet planted in it until the day I die. Because I, I have to.
I am not. I refuse to be that person that's going to lay there, you know, on their deathbed, or you know, you get in a car accident, whatever it is that happens, and you just you realize, oh shit, this is it. I'm dead. I'm. It's over. Hopefully, there's no higher power because I was uh, looking the other way when all this horrible shit was going on. I was aware of it. It's different when you don't know. If someone honestly, legitimately, is ignorant and has no idea, it's not their fault. They're innocent. They didn't know. It's when they do know. And you know what? The government does know. And enough of these people, they ought to know. The police know. They, they ought to. They know. The last two years, everything we've been through, and they choose now to side with this, to side with this monstrosity, to side with this machine, this empire of lies, support it, do its bidding, do its dirty work, and go out and attack the people trying to reveal the true nature and true face of what's behind the wallpaper. How are you going to explain that? How are you going to explain that? I have a great clip uh, about that I want to play before I leave. But, you know, I should just play it now. <laughs> once, well, you know, and once you're in, and this guy's in now, I don't know what he's been doing before. He may, have been, he may be a prominent figure over there. I have no idea. Um, but we need more of them, not less, and we are getting more of them all the time. It's exploded. It's absolutely getting bigger and bigger, and the momentum is coming this way. Picture it like this. Picture it like a market. And we have a we have a kiosk way in the back. The fringe. <laughs> we have a kiosk way in the back far right corner in the fringe, you know? Selling a product, selling an idea, selling a selling a message. And most of the people go to the big shiny conservative booths, you know, that are in the center of the market easy to access, in full view of everyone. Everyone sees it all the time. They don't really look around. They just kind of come in. They go into the main strip of the market. They get what they want, they came for, and then they leave. Except the problem is they go home with their product that they've purchased or they've taken from the market, and it's, it doesn't work. It's not working. It's, it, you keep, you, and it just does, it's not doing what you're advertising. Like I, I thought I was buying supporting conservatism and nationalism and patriotism, and, but what I'm getting... I open the box, I get home, and I, you know, it's a, maybe it's a movie. It's a TV show. It's a movie. Movie. So this market is a video rental store. Let's put it that way. I go and put the video in, the movie in, the DVD, the tape deck, whatever it is. This isn't what I ordered. This is Rocky Horror Picture Show. I wanted Terminator 2. I came in to buy Terminator 2, and when I put this in my machine, it's the Rocky Horror Picture Show. This is crap. And you go back and complain, and the concerns go, it was a one-time mistake. We're very sorry. Here, this time for sure, we're selling you the right thing. Okay. And they go back and they put it in. It's fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show again. So they go back and they say, listen, motherfucker, I already, we went over this. I want, we're very sorry. It was a one-time thing. Here, enjoy Rocky Horror Picture. Take it again. What the fuck are you doing? Listen, you know. Now they're openly saying, you know what? Maybe you would like Rocky Horror Picture Show if you just watched it. That's not what I came for. I came for something else. I came for what you advertised. What you advertised was conservatism, and what you're selling me is liberalism. Fuck you. I'm going to see what else is available in the fucking market. And here they come. Here comes the crowd, everybody. What do you guys got for sale? The truth. 
You know what I got? Endless copies. Endless. How many copies of Terminator 2 would you like? I got them all. I got all of them. Before I go, I want to play this uh, one last clip for you before I get out of here. Were you sure of your end once? Shit. Let's fuck this up. I got to start over and make it louder. So I should probably set this up a little bit. This is uh, the king of Jerusalem. Baldwin, I think. Guy's got leprosy. That's why he's wearing a mask. Very, you know, fatal disease at the time. Still is. <laughs> you catch that in the wrong place. And I, I can't remember. What's, is it solid? The Muslim guy is across from him, right? I can't remember. But they're basically talking about, um, you know, being accountable for your own soul and your own actions. You are. And, and you once you start to take control for yourself, like I said, when I was talking about the addiction stuff, when I was talking about you take control of your, I'm going to take control of my own fitness level, my own body, all of that. When you decide that I am now king of my own fucking domain, I am going to make my decisions and I am going to decide, I'm the final say of what I do and don't do. If I want to go to the gym, I'm going to go. I think you should drink instead. I think you should shut the fuck up, goblin. You know, once a man has decided to start making his own moves, I'm going to do what I want to do, and I don't really give a shit who, you know, what my friends are going to say or think or my family. You have to be you. If you don't be you, you're no one. You can only be you. All of us are, you know, genetically unique. We all have unique life experiences, unique you know, uh, exposure to different things. You will, there will only ever be one you, and people are too afraid to even do it. They look around, well, what are they saying? What are they thinking? What are they dressing like? What does this person think is cool? I'm just going to adopt all of those things. That's not you. That's you hiding in a crowd of other people. When you leave that crowd and ignore, pretend it doesn't even exist, and you go, I'm just going to do what I think I want to do and have to do, uh, irregardless, you know, regardless of whatever anybody else thinks about it. Now, now you're alive, and uh, now you can take ownership of that. So when you do, when it is over, and it is your turn to stand in front of the, uh, the big debriefing screen, you have nothing to hide, and you don't have anything to be ashamed of. You say, I did my best. I did the best I could. And I did it with both eyes open, and no man, no king, no power on this earth or otherwise was ever able to compel me to do something I didn't want to do. And when, you know, bad times came and it was, uh, you know, I've, I'm going to have to put myself in harm's way or I might even get hurt. I could go to jail. I could, I don't know. I wasn't willing to compromise my soul and my integrity and my beliefs to kneel and submit to weakness so evil can, can, can run free in the land and set that example for my children down the road. I wasn't willing to do it. So, here, check this out. Were you sure of your end once? I was. What was it? To be buried a hundred yards from where I was born. And now? Now I sit in Jerusalem and look upon a king. Hmm. When I was 16, I won a great victory. I felt in that moment I would live to be 100. Now I know I shall not see 30. None of us know our end, really, or what hand will guide us there. A king may move a man. A father may claim a son. That man can also move himself. And only then does that man truly begin his own game. Remember that howsoever you are played or by whom, your soul is in your keeping alone. Even though those who presume to play you be kings or men of power, 
When you stand before God, you cannot say, but I was told by others to do thus, or that virtue was not convenient at the time. This will not suffice. Remember that. I will. Bullshit. You really look inside your guts. You'll feel it. It's not. That's it, that's all. In my mind, thank you very much, Butter Pear, Dr. Jenstein, Billy Bob, Reverend Chad, Jet Chisholm. Man on the Mountain, Blam, Scotian Lady, Fisher of Men, number one poo head. Godzilla, Donkey, Anderson Paladin, Scarecrow, Greg Wycliffe, check him out as well. Man on the Mountain, Scarecrow, Littlefoot, David, War Criminal. The real Bret Hart of Diagonal, Sir Toast Pilot Mike, George Washington Jr., Leah Bear, and T Money, Madam Breezy, Jet Stead. I need an app for this. Guy Grows Gene, Cow Punch and Dirtbag, and. Oh. When you're Trying to catch up here, Loretta Paul! And uh, Cunning Drogger over on Odyssey, appreciate you guys, thank you very much. Hey, you're gonna have to thank you. You like it, please share it around because uh, I'm very heavily suppressed and banned and censored, and they fucking hate my guts! The Israelis wrote a report about me by name! By name! The Memory Report. Share it around. RagingDistant.com for all my social media links and so on. Appreciate you. I'll see you guys next time. Take care of each other. Go out there and get it. Take care of yourselves. Level up. Get strong. Get big. Get hard. Get tough. Get mean. Get base. Because one of these days, we might need you. Till next time, love you. Cheers, take care. Paul Patrick, six step of Tyrannus. Death to Stalin.
Well, that's right, Phil. They will get left behind because they don't want to live in reality. They can't tell the truth. I don't I don't know. I assume they'll all just join the Liberal Party or something. They'll probably all just You know, they'll probably all band together to stop the rest of us because to protect their system. That's what they do. Why is it always camps with you? Everything comes back to building camps and putting people in those camps. I like the ice flows, the pay-per-views, torn apart by wolves. Why can't we do that? I think, oh, well, how about this? Can we compromise? The pay-per-views, torn apart by wolves, will be inside the camps, but we're going to build them on the ice flows. Yes, you can keep all the pay-per-view rights. You can keep all the money. No, I really, I don't care about the money. I really just want to see people get torn apart by wolves. That's honestly, it's like a, it's a, it's a bucket list thing of mine. And I'm curious, I'm kind of curious to see what kind of like demonic spirit escapes the body of a communist as it's torn apart by wolves. I wonder what color it is, you know? Yeah, set it up. Call the bank. <laughs> 